Welcome to another episode of Tequila Talk. My name is Walt Like Walt, aka Tequila Walt, aka Do Not Search My Old Tweets. I have grown, aka Child of the Pavement, aka the Five Time Crock Pot Champ, aka If You See Me in Ghost Gym, Love for Weights, Approach Me As You With a Bear, aka My Pronouns Are I'm Him. And we have Jazz Cooper in the building. Hey guys, please make sure you're following us on social media, on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And make sure you have subscribed to our YouTube channel. That's where you'll get full episodes of the show. And wherever you listen or stream, mm. Please make sure you download so we actually get the streams. Hey, friend. Hey, how you doing today, Jazz? I'm doing good. This week was, um, it's been a week. It's really? been a week. A week for you. It's been a week for me. For you. Okay. I'm not going to bring up my problems right now because I'm going to have fun today. <laughs> right now, Cinco de Mayo and going outside as the tequila guy on Cinco de Mayo is the say, worst this, thing this ever. This is our big day. <laughs> no, this, this is our big day. day. <laughs> it's going to suck. <laughs> I'm going to get too old for this shit. It's going to hurt. Have you it's paced yourself? So have you drank at all today yet? This is my first drink. Oh, congratulations. I started drinking early. Oh, God. This is what I'm going to deal with tonight. I'm in a good place. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not staying out all night either. So. Okay. Well, I, I have to. I got to yeah, work the clubs. Yeah, you're booked. I'm not. So. <laughs> I didn't get a book. You got a book. Oh, wow. Well, so. oh, okay. <laughs> See, this is, this is how we're going to start. Look I at mean, it. We're not, not going to do this back and forth tick for tat right now. Because mm-hmm. we have a special guest in the building. Mm-hmm. My man, look at one, I appreciate you coming to our, our little show. Our little show. You know what I'm saying? Showing us up. Because as you see, we're building it out the mud. We got everything in here we bought. <laughs> everything we got is we own. We're trying to start it up. I um, basically build our own little platform, and actually big platform, and, and grow. And seeing you do that from the time I've been seeing you on TV, I guess you could say 2014? From, I remember 2015. That, I 15, 15, love, love, was that Love and Hip Hop? And then yeah. to wild out to the CEO of Hollywood Unlocked, to Hollywood Unlocked being the, one of the biggest platforms out oh here, to, to now you teaching people mm-hmm. how to grow their blog and their podcast. And you got the, the Impact Awards coming up, the Hollywood Impact Awards yeah. coming up. We're going to talk about that a little later because I think we can, we can figure our way in there. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to figure this out. <laughs> but look here, we appreciate you coming here. We got my man Jason Lee in the building. Everybody clap Woo! it up. Look here, we got the, the class being post credit. Listen. <laughs> Listen, you know, I uh, appreciate that. No, I, I love um, showing up and supporting people wherever they are in their grind because when I started, this is how I started, you know. Um, and I remember when I started, everybody was telling me, you ain't going to make it because there's no room in the space for you and so-and-so's doing it already. Mm. And I was like, you know, what, what God got for you is for you. So mm. how can you tell me what vision I got from God is, is impossible. So I just kept doing it. It was lots of hard work. I just want to say, everybody watching, I'm extremely exhausted, and I'll tell you all the things I've been doing the last week. So before you start the cocaine, heroin rumors, you know. I like or, how you get in front of the rumors uh, before they start. Just put it out you you got to get in front of the yeah, issue. Because they, yeah, because, you, know, you know, part of my weight loss journey, I lost 123 pounds. Well, what did you say? You are much slimmer oh, than we saw you. Yeah. I need to get with yeah. you. They were, no, they were logging in. He's, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. And then, you know, <laughs> I knew I was, weight. I knew I was fat, but I was still getting niggas, so I didn't yeah. really care. You know what I mean? I was still getting money. I was still getting niggas. So, like, if I'm getting niggas and money, it doesn't matter. But then one day I was like, yo, if I get chased by a dog, I'm going to fucking get bit. You know what I mean? Because I was too fat to run. So that started the journey. Plus, I wanted to wear designer fashion. And it is. The clothes don't go but, but so far They only sizes. go up to a 42. The Man. Italian cut is tight. Remy was on my oh show, my and God. she said, Fat Joe be taking two of the same outfits and, like, putting them together. I just couldn't afford that, so... <laughs> I just get one for the front and then one for the back. You pay $11,000 for that surgery in Houston, you know what I mean? Oh, you got bariatric surgery. I had the sleeve, yeah. Oh, sleeve, okay. But, you know, some fat people that do it, um, and I have to call you fat because we were fat, and you know we don't like fat. To be is not fat. a bad word though. It it, it isn't. You know, so embrace it's just your a fatness. Condition. But no, I was fat, and um, 
Yeah, I just, you know, I there were options for me. I took I did the sleeve because it seemed like the it, it was a serious surgery, but it was like the less dangerous. Okay. Um, and but you you know, it's really just a restart. You have to actually change your lifestyle. I changed my whole lifestyle. So, mm -hmm. so you just like cut out certain things, you don't eat. No, for at first I cut out everything. I cut out chicken, steak. I only had shrimp, fish, lobster, um, so, no carbs, no sugar, no everything was low fat, no soda, no liquor. That was for mm. six months. Jesus Ooh. Christ. Literally yeah. everything. And then um, and then slowly I started introducing a couple more things. But I have a chef now and I do portion. I know that's right. That. Yeah. That's what's up. Now you got a chef. Yeah. You got to worry about You got to <laughs> worry about you, it. When you're a millionaire, you can do it, baby. <laughs> I, hire somebody to tell yeah. you what to eat. <laughs> no, my chef, he, he cool. You know, he's probably going to find this. I had to tell him the other day, like, I'm getting bored with the food. But that's more so because I gave him all these restrictions. Like, yeah. I don't eat carbs, really. I eat good carbs. But now I'm trying to, you know, instead of vegan cheese, we can do cheese again. Yeah. But I manage my weight. Like, I look at that skill, like, every other day. But look here. Yeah. What would you say is your cheat meal when you mm, do allow vegan. yourself? Well, my cheat meal now is Ozempic. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> you are on Ozempic. Ab absolutely. So is everybody in LA on Ozempic? Because everybody in the housewives world is talking about it. I don't know if everybody in LA is. I know in my house that syringe is right there <laughs> once a week, um, and I take it, and uh, and it works. But so, but but I have like a whole crazy regiment that like if you really saw it, you would think I'm crazy. But no, no I yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't think you're crazy. Well, I say you have if it works, it works. Yeah. No, but like I'm obsessed with my health. I'm obsessed with mortality. I'm obsessed with not just the scale. It's because, you know, you can be healthy. The scale can say one thing, but you can still be unhealthy. Yeah, so right. I do micronutrient testing every four oh, months. Wow. I do STD testing every three months. I have a chef. I work out. I drink lots of water. I'm, I'm very, I'm in therapy. So like my holistic oh, wow. approach to health is everything. Mm. I'm in it. Yeah, because I want to live a long time. But I'm exhausted. So, again, no crack, no cocaine, no heroin. <laughs> this is like no life. sleep. This is just life. Well, look here. No on this show, we don't really do interviews. We just have conversations with people that we feel are moving the culture forward and legends in their own right. And, sir, you are a legend. Yeah. Not a legend in your own right. You are a legend. Are you just saying there you believe that? Uh, You've been on TV. Look, at you, think about this. I've been seeing you on TV since I was 24. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn, <laughs> and it's so, so funny, like, that. people that have been on TV or in the public we went to for the a Rock long Nation time. Brunch. I don't like, have no friends with the Rock Nation Brunch. I did go to the Rock Nation branch listen let's go ahead and get into that <laughs> it feels like not that necessarily because we, we were grown when that show was on but like we've watched yeah. you know what i mean and you've seen yeah huh? that's love the first time i mean mm -hmm, yeah. as a me yeah. like a nigga from the hood that's yeah. first that everybody watched love of hip-hop yeah, that's yeah. the first time i've seen you and, and you, I the was popping then, so i, was like, oh, I remember popping. you in was and we don't condone violence against women but you tossed uh i think water or something no, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And Hazel's, it. but what was so funny about it was when she wiped her Deserved. eyes, her, her way wig back, I know. went. <laughs> you know, that, that, it was like it was a moment where, again, you know, I always say to people, especially like young, you know, the thing is, most people would be embarrassed by a situation like that. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I allowed myself to lose control, of mm -hmm. course, but. I'm not embarrassed by the experience because I feel like as black men and black people, we're not the sum of one mistake. Everybody has to have an opportunity to ha find redemption. You know, you have to take ownership and responsibility and be accountable for what you do, especially mm -hmm. in a world of cancel culture, yeah. which I am not a fan of at all. And, you know, me and Hazel pieced it up a long time ago. We have a long history of our friendship has had a roller coaster ride. But, you know, we're all grown now. She has a kid. I'm successful. And. Um, she came on my show and we pieced it up and then um, I've interviewed her I think a couple of times but yeah. yeah I mean we have a, a yes. good relationship now and it's not a moment that I look back and go oh I wish that never happened that was a time where um, I was I was okay in real life with my sexuality but I didn't want the industry to 
to know me for that as the leading narrative of who I was because I feel like oftentimes gay people, especially in the black community, are sidekicks to you know reality show girls or we're, or we're, we're mm-hmm. we hold, oh, the best we're the, friends. Yeah, yeah. Or we're, we're we're some kind of um, accessory. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a fucking boss, so there was no way I was going to be on Love and Hip Hop like being who I am, and then them tried to treat me as an accessory. So they were trying to find ways of uh, getting okay. that storyline, like telling that particular. They were trying the best find ways. Like they put me in scenes. Like you're going to go have coffee with this girl and talk about. Oh, you're going to go shopping with Nikki, baby. Like, I don't fucking go shopping with girls. Like, that's yeah. not my thing, you yeah. know? But they would put me in those scenes to try to get that, that out of me. That narrative, yeah. And they put me in that one scene. They got they got it. They got it. <laughs> well, know? look, we do a toast. You're not drinking. He's not drinking. I already have had a drink We're good, today, we're good. And it is Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> we, just do, we just do a toast. To just, to do to, a we're just toasting to you. To, you. Okay. to much more success, my man. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate that. I receive it. Same to you. Mm-hmm. No, I respect that. You said you didn't want them to put you as a, the gay, messy best friend. <laughs> no, because, you know, am I gay? Yeah. Am I messy at times when I need to be? But I'm strategically messy. Like, mm. everything I do is premeditated, is calculated. Um, you know, that one situation was not, and that was actually the springboard to learning how to use television, how the audience, you know, how to be performative. I know that when the cameras are rolling, I'm going to be real, but I also know that how I'm going to position that reality is has to play for the audience, mm-hmm. too. Because you're making TV. Yeah, you're making TV. But when I was on the show, that was my first scene in my first season doing reality TV. And I forgot the cameras were there. I Uh, I forgot about the audience. I didn't give a fuck about the audience. They they feed you you alcohol and say, hey, go here. No, but we've also had people who've done reality TV and they do say, you forget the cameras are there sometimes. When When you get caught up in the scene, yeah. But then after that scene, I was extremely aware. I would come to set, I would be extremely aware of time i'd be extremely aware of who was around what the scene was if i walked in i saw more security i knew it was a scene where some shit was going down oh shit you know if i walked in and saw you know i mean i just became very aware of my surroundings because once i threw the drink i knew that was the beginning of having to repair my relationship with women with the audience with Mm. with who who, who people saw me to be because when people meet me personally and then they see me on tv they're like he ain't nothing like that Mm. and so that that became the birth of my podcast because i'm like you know what i can't control how you're editing me on the show but i can control this podcast so people the network starting to have have to uh, reconcile with the fact that the audience online was like yo we like him over here but we don't like him on your show so you're painting the picture yeah and then i got to control a narrative over there to make me a a, a villain yeah and then i (laughs) not even a villain but just putting you in a space that wasn't representative no, I was of who the you are. I was, yeah, I was because I would walk on the scene and every scene was drama, you know? And then and they would give you that music, that dun 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 In all your confession, it was like boom, 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 boom. It was just, you know, and then, so I look back at it. Do I regret, I don't regret loving hip hop at all. I ain't gonna lie, it was fun. So when I see women and they know me immediately, I know now they know me for different things, but women and gays know me from loving hip hop and men know me from wilding out. Like that's just yeah. kind of what my it's, audience it's, is. It's exactly. So when we got the, the email, email yeah. from your management, yeah. I was like, oh my God, Jason Lee, we've been watching it. And he was like, oh, our, our crew was like, uh, oh, but, from, love, from um, wilding out. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, he was like oh yeah, loving hip hop. Yeah. But that is true how like that demographic I mean, splits between. But where again, that, people are familiar that was with strategic you. though yeah. because once i did wild and out i knew i had the women i knew i had the gays 
Um, but then I knew I had to diversify my brand. I needed to go to MTV, which is a, a, a network very different than VH1, even mm -hmm. though it's under the same family of Viacom, CBS. Still Viacom, right? And then it's a cultural phenomenon for you know black culture and for men. So I had to go over there and do my thing. And over on that show, I went in very intentionally with being gay mm. because I felt like that was the thing that separated me from everybody else on the cast. I'm gonna be gay, I'm gonna talk shit. Mm -hmm. I don't rap, I don't dance, I don't sing. And I think I'm funny when I want to be, but it's because I'm talking shit or I'm doing gay shit. So like all my jokes for the most part were gay. And them niggas liked it. They yeah. all, they all, all them niggas, all you niggas well, are wilding out love my gay jokes. Uh, you, you should hear the shit that goes on in this room. Oh yeah, the room between, is fucked up. Between them. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's fine. I do think that it was interesting how you said that, you know, they wanted to showcase your sexuality and did you say on the show that at that point you weren't out yet and you felt no, outed? I was out, but okay. I was dealing with somebody who was not out mm. and they outed him. Oh, wow. Oh, and that okay. was the That's problem. fucked up. Okay. Because, because okay. you know, I didn't even realize, like, and this is going to probably sound crazy, but I didn't even realize, like, all the shit gay people went through when I was, until I did the show because mm. nobody called me a faggot. Like, I come from the hood. My brothers are gangsters. My family is gangsters. You're from Stockton, right? From Stockton, yeah. yeah so we heard, Stockton was, get busy. Stockton yeah. gets busy. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I've been through a lot. And so I never really experienced, like, homophobia or all my, most or of my bullying friends. Or bullying. Uh, no, bull, yeah. you bully me and it's not going to happen. <laughs> so I never experienced that. Um, and then on top of that, um, a lot of my friends are straight men mm. and we everybody's very comfortable with me so I never really experienced that until I did the show and people were online saying faggot faggot, faggot. like what you know and then when I was in that moment I felt for the person who wasn't out mm. and I'm like yo that's kind of scandalous so where I come from you know when it's time to get busy if you you know it is what it is and it was just an unfortunate situation that played out in front of the camera so Okay. Now, question though. I know you, you brought it up. You're from Stockton mm -hmm. and everything. What made you, or what, when did you think you was going to be in this media space, or how did you get these, these yeah. I guess you could say, contacts with different celebrities? Because when I seen you my first time, like I said, it was loving hip hop. Mm -hmm. And from then, I was like, oh, Jason Lee, he's popping. He's, always, he's everywhere. So, how did you build to that point? I mean, um, so I wrote a book called God Must Have Forgotten About Me. In the book, I talk about mm. um, coming out of foster care, you mm -hmm. know, having this infatuation with celebrity and pop culture and, and the world of entertainment, um, going to the fair, meeting Queen Latifah, building a connection mm -hmm. with her. And then, um, you know, ultimately knowing her, I would go back and forth to L.A. to live in single at the time where she's on the oh, show. Shit. It was funny because she just celebrated her birthday and at her birthday party, MC Light, her and MC Light and I were taking a picture. And I told I reminded MC Light uh, that I had met her years ago in like 1996 on the set of Living Single. So it was a real full circle moment yeah. for the three of us. But um, I just started meeting a lot of people and I'm a natural networker. Now it's a little different because of what I do and who I am. But um, I used to, I mean, I would get security number, driver, mm. hairstylist, uh, producer, person who answered the phone, celebrity, management. I would get everybody's number. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, cause I always knew like everybody had value and at some point I'd be able to figure it out. And so over the years, if I was out and I see, oh yes, yo, yo, hey, let me get your number. Oh, okay, Danny boy, okay, let me get your number. Oh, okay, Snoop. You know, I would just get all these numbers over time. So eventually when my job led me to LA and I realized that I just wanted to work for myself, I saw the boom of .com, the websites, technology, um, uh, social media. I was like, yo, I gotta get in that space because I, I'm good at business and I'm good at organizing. I'm good at messaging, I'm good at, um, networking so i just decided you know i would unlock hollywood and then i decided hollywood unlocked.com <laughs> and then just start building it from there 
that sounds like a good um I mean that's a that's a way I think a lot because we're in the same age group and so you know we grew up where you had a phone in the house but that was your parents phone mm. you could get calls on it occasionally and then eventually you got the internet mm. that was still your parents internet and it was kind of limited engagement and then when we were you know a little older you had instant messaging and then facebook came that was just college at the time yeah my, my, then it rolled out a little first. bit more yeah. and then instagram which was just pictures at the time mm. before they added video and everything that was crazy so i'm always curious to talk to people like in our age group about how like as we watched the birth of social media, how did you kind of just integrate yeah. into that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's layered, right? Like, for example, I'm on Snapchat, but I don't really use Snapchat. It's more of a personal communication thing because, you know, I'm, I'm not I don't have the desire to film every single thing I do all day long. Right. From, like I have a friend every time I take him to eat, he, he films his food. <laughs> yes. I'm like, who the fuck cares what you're eating? In fact, this is not even an enjoyable experience with you now because <laughs> you you're have too your focused ring light on out. promoting. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, yeah, I, I don't like that. In fact, let me say this. As much as I love doing what I do, I don't like friends that just pull out their phones all the time because I'll be in the middle of talking shit mm -hmm. and, they're, and, then, they're, and, and they're doing a selfie and filming and, and I'm like, that audio now is going to go viral. Like, you know, they don't think about, you know, but um, yeah, so I don't really Snapchat. So I don't feel like TikTok. I have probably almost 600,000 people on TikTok. I don't even TikTok because I don't fucking care about TikTok. That's not my thing. And plus it may go away one day anyway. Um, and you can't make no real US money there. Yeah, no, yeah. Closing we, we, in we on found TikTok. You can't make yeah. no real money on TikTok. And you can't make no real money there. So like I, t I tend to focus on where I can build audience and where I can make money. Those are the two things. How much money can I make and how much can I grow my audience? If those two things aren't, clicked off for me, I'm not gonna spend no time. So I started spending a lot of time on YouTube. We got over a billion minutes watched on YouTube. Wow. We were making some decent money on Jeez. YouTube. Then we got on Facebook, we started making six figures a month. So now I'm, I'm concentrating a lot of energy on Facebook. Really, on uh, Facebook? What, and I- Everybody I, and the mom on Facebook. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Facebook is Facebook is an underrated beast that people are not really paying attention to. You need to pay attention to Facebook because those don't don't it, say this out loud. He's just, Look at our producer you. in the back. Fuck you. It's, it's because the money, the hunt, the the six figures, the six figures I'm making right now a month on Facebook are from interviews and clips I did six, seven years ago. These are, so I'm literally spending zero. I'm spending, I'm right. spending zero minutes on Facebook a day. Yeah. I have a partner that does it. I'd spend no time on Facebook. I just go over to see how much money we're making, how much the audience is growing, and we're getting paid from old content. So yeah, Facebook is lit, Instagram is lit, um, and then our website is doing really well. So outside of all our other stuff, but I don't. I try to just focus on as I started the company. Like it's an evolution. I didn't feel pressure to do everything at once. I felt pressure to master certain things at once. So Instagram was bringing in the most money, so we mastered that because that's the front-facing mm -hmm. part of our brand where everybody goes to Hollywood like Instagram. Yeah, mm -hmm. Then we had to build in a widget where you can click the bio and it takes you to a landing page that's connected to the website mm -hmm. because then when you do that, you can read the full story, but then we get the clicks that help grow the, the, the website. Right. But then we created a whole different experience on Facebook so that way those fans who are Facebookers and who want to share content and do all that can go over there and watch the, that short form content and just run it up. So, yeah, it was just an evolving experience. And, you know, I put it all in a course so people can learn how to do it, too. What's the, the email? No, email, the website. website. <laughs> the email. Oh, media Millionaires Unlocked. Oh, yeah, MediaMillionaires.com. Yeah, I've seen these, like, how to, how to become a millionaire, blog, as a podcast. Like, let me just go ahead and see. It's real shit. And people <laughs> think, like, people think, oh, this is just 
another bag. It is another bag. <laughs> but be clear. <laughs> but be clear. But when you look at it, when you go in and you see what we put in there, like I literally gave you all the game from everything I learned in lawsuits, everything I learned oh, sure. in having my page taken down, getting back, everything I learned in the hustle, how I started. I go through the whole thing A through Z and give it to people because I felt like, yeah, I'm going to give you the game nobody gave me, but I'm going to get a bag doing it too. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you do have, especially as like a black person, an obligation to lift as you climb, but there's no reason why you can't make a little bit of money I off agree. the back end. Like well, it is a valuable yeah. <laughs> information in yeah. your intellectual property. So. Well, black black people need to stop being guilted into poverty. Like we, Ooh, sure. um, we have That's the, we have the God given yeah. right to, be rich, to be independent, and to be free of working for others. Um, we have the right to use our creativity and our experiences to make a bag. And I think, you know, we're conditioned to just, just you know, you know, we, we have to stay, you know, giving away the game because it's our responsibility. It is our responsibility, but it's also our responsibility to invest in ourselves and support businesses, specifically black businesses. So invest in the course and get it or stay broke and die Don't. trying. Yeah. <laughs> So you talked about how like you were naturally that person who was in some aspects humble enough to ask people for their numbers, to make these connections on various levels. How did you transform that to where you are now? Mm -hmm. I remember hearing that because we know TMZ will put the money up, but maybe TMZ or some other blog had pictures of Rihanna's baby, mm. her son. Mm. And they gave her like you're supposed to do a media X amount of time to respond. But she came to you and said, no, mm -hmm. like I want a black owned business to have this story, to mm -hmm. have these pictures. Mm -hmm. So how are you able to, given the industry, given you know that your business is in some ways gossip, make those type of connections where people trust you? I mean, again, I think when you meet me, if, if, if you meet me based on what you heard about me and I feel that energy from you, you're probably gonna get that experience because I don't owe you an explanation for who I am. Mm. I don't. I owe you a true, genuine experience. I'm going to give it to you no matter who you are. I met the president at his Christmas party. I said, Mr. President, you're the most underrated president I've ever met. <laughs> um, and then I met the vice president and told her, I don't know what you're doing unless I look at Opal's Instagram. So, like, why aren't you connecting to the people? God, damn, but, but, really? but, but. That's fair feedback. I mean, it, That's but, fair feedback. But I will tell you. This All I've seen wrong, her do but... is, is walk down hall in boxy suits. I don't know what she does. But honesty saves everybody time. And what I love about Kamala is she could have took that personal and been like, get the fuck out of here. But she stopped the line to have a real conversation. We had a moment and then she followed through with a meeting to have coffee. And we sat down and I brought Angie wow. from the shade room. I brought Kyle from neighborhood talk. Oh, I, brought, oh yeah, I did see that. Okay, yeah, we had a moment where I told her like, we want to get behind you, but you got to come to where we are. Now I will say, she has a problem within her team in landing things and following through because mm -hmm. she's yet to follow through. She was supposed to come on my show. She canceled. I was supposed to go to Africa with her. I canceled uh, because I said to her, I'm, I'm not the nigga that's going to be happy to be at the barbecue. I want to be there and organically show people what you're doing because I do think she's a nice person. Mm -hmm. She's super humble, super cool. She's fun to be around. But like, we got to do the work because young black men are dying. The racism is real in this country and lack of opportunities are, are opportunities are missing for black people. And she, although she's a vice president, vice presidents are known for really doing a lot. You are the first black and the first female. And mm -hmm. so you do have to do something. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> I forgot the damn question because I was about to the go. The question was, how did you establish oh, these relationships? The relationship. so, you were talking about Rihanna's son. So in that, yeah. so in that if the vice president used her example of her person, people around her did their research, they'd be like, stay away from him. <laughs> he spills the tea. He's messy. He says whatever he thinks, right? 
Um, but so does um, so does Howard Stern. Mm. So does Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. So does every white man and woman that does what I do. It's just that black is messy, villainized, and marginalized from the ecosystem of the mainstream because it's easy to shit on us. It's easy to shit on black women and men, um, and they do it all the time. So I think for her, once she met me and she saw who I was as a person um, and saw that I actually genuinely wanted to help her, she gravitated to that. Now she needs to pull up and she will. As far as Rihanna goes, I mean, I've said this before, I think, you know, the first time I, I had heard that she she liked me or she had been watching me or whatever, but it's just unbelievable to you that somebody that you respect so much and that is respected and revered so much around the world is paying attention to you. when Because mm -hmm. I'm in the work, so I don't really look at who I am. I look at, I'm just in the work. So when I met her, she said, you know, it was, as a businesswoman, I respect how you built your brand. So that's what she that's said. And then wow. years later, that's she true. came um, full circle to help mm -hmm. me when she gave me those photos. So. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, it was huge. It was major, yeah. It was huge. And I shit on everybody when I see them. <laughs> I would say, yo, people, what the fuck y'all doing? Y'all falling off. Y'all didn't get the, you know, y'all didn't get the photos. I laugh, but she was very intentional, as I think most black, all black celebrities should be that, you be intentional and feed your own first, mm -hmm. you know, because media is a com it's a competitive thing. We're competing. We're all meeting with McDonald's. But McDonald's is going to give mainstream media 10 times what they give us if oh, they so give us anything. So when you give photos like that to her, she was very intentional at being black owned and being me. But what she did for me and the industry is she's allowing us space to talk about it. She's allowing brands to see like oh wow if rihanna trusts that brand well we need to be working with that brand mm -hmm. so it was a big deal and so yeah i, I appreciate us even talking about it actually yeah. think about that how do you separate business to personal when they're having these mm -hmm. like high-ranking celebrity friends right. like, like like best I friends think, with cardi b like, I you don't, you I don't talked want... about on your show yeah. with the kardashians with round you know 200 of tristan doing what he does <laughs> that there That's was some conversation you know, we the general call, public call them the Malikas, but maybe it was some conversation with the Malikas or something where they were talking to you about the pictures about to drop. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Chloe had spoke to you or your team about kind of how to handle it. Are there oh, you ever mean times? When Tristan cheated? Yeah, yeah, it's like, that's yeah. Like, one of the time. One, yeah. one of the many times. Yeah. How do you kind of balance between <laughs> this is <Messy>. breaking news <laughs> and TMZ is going to eat this well, up? Well, let's be very clear. The Kardashians were never my friends. Okay. Rob Kardashian was my friend. Okay. And then Rob Kardashian Sr.? Rob Kardashian Jr. Oh, Jr. Son. Okay. I mean, when I first moved Where is Rob? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rob became friends. And I really liked Rob. And I liked Rob because Rob wasn't like a celebrity. He he was a celebrity, but he didn't care he about fame. Normal. He didn't yeah. want to be in the show. He didn't care about all that. He wasn't chasing fame. He just wanted to be normal. So we would all go out and do normal people thing. Go to the club and drink. They'd be on the girls. I'd be on the guys. Yeah. It was what it was. But um, that was when Chris Brown, Jordan Sparks, that oh, whole that era. Whole thing. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, I met Chris as a result of work of being friends with Rob and then eventually met the girls. Um, but my my thoughts on the Kardashians have changed over the years from many different things. One, to see how they play the media. Mm -hmm. I'm all for everybody getting their bag to at what extent. Um, and they really are savages and don't give a fuck. It's a master class of what they do. Yeah. And they, Chris Jenner has a master <laughs> yeah. class. Quite literally, she has a TED talk. Yeah. She has a master <laughs> class. Yeah. And then, and then when you think about how they've borrowed raped and pillaged the Thank black you. culture then when i saw how they did kanye mm. um and how they yeah. played him and then just Chewed with the tristan thing yeah out. 
But with the Tristan thing, it wasn't hard to make that decision, but I still maintain an ethical approach. I called Larsa, gave her the heads Larsa, up. Larsa, that's who it Larsa was. Larsa was yes, my friend. Yes. Um, and she was friends with them at the time. And so she then gave Chloe the heads up. And that's how we just gave them the courtesy. And then it just rolled out the way it did. But okay. when it comes to like my other friends, I'll use Floyd as an example, right? Floyd's like a brother at this point. His assistant recently passed away. I oh, sure. And the day that she died, I mean, we were all devastated because she was my friend before. She worked for him, and then she, she's the one that introduced me to him. And um, I knew he was taking it really hard because people in his house were texting me, and we were all in a group text. Okay. So I wasn't feeling well, but I did fly to Vegas that day for only like three or four hours just to put eyes I know, on No, that's him. right, millionaire. Well, you, no matter how much money you have, you got to show up for your people for when energy, they need yeah. you. Yeah, and I knew that he was definitely. in bed. And I knew he was crying and upset and, you know, whatever. Could I have gone and written a story about, you know, Floyd Mayweather, you know, in bed, depressed, not oh, yeah. able to eat, crying, you know, morning. I could have, but I, I needed to be a friend first. Mm -hmm. right. And then I needed to support him through that. And then once it was time to write how she died or why she, her dying, I wrote it because there were a lot of reports out there that weren't true. And that's what okay. Hollywood Unlocked is pulling back the veil to tell you what's actually happening when everybody else is trying to figure it out because they're yeah. not on the inside. And uh, then I spoke recently at the memorial and, uh, you know, was able to tell Usher and Floyd and his friends and Floyd's kids how much she cared about them. But I was also able to tell people in the audience how they all played her, how she died feeling not valued oh, wow. because of how fake people were to her because oh, wow. they wanted to be with her to get to him. So, yeah, I think I'm able to build trust with people. You in just a real kept way. it real from uh, at the funeral? It saves time. But, it, but you know <laughs> what? <laughs> but Floyd actually walked up to me and said, yo, that was the realest shit. Like, that, I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's keeping it real time. Because I remember when she passed, Jesus. lots of people in the industry seemed to know her and care a lot about her. It yeah. said she was a sweetheart and was like the nicest person that, like she seemed to have a lot of genuine yeah. connections. But I, I mean, guess that's how it goes when people pass. When, when I got to Floyd's house that day she died, uh, I've, I haven't said this, but I'll say this. Um, Mariah Carey calls devastated from the Bahamas, crying. Emotion. I mean, it, it's not because she's Floyd's assistant. It's because, and I'll use Mariah as an example because we'll talk about my award show at some point. When I wanted to interview Mariah for my, mm -hmm. my show, she, I, I flew into Aruba for Floyd's birthday party. I get to the beach. They're having this elaborate dinner thing. Mm -hmm. I sit down and she goes, oh, did you, you want to talk to Mariah? And I'm like, sure. Uh, she FaceTimes yeah. me. Oh, wow. Oh. Puts me on FaceTime with Mariah Carey. And I'm like, fanning out <laughs> I don't want to cry Mariah Vision I love Mariah Carey yeah. and then she goes okay girl I'll put you guys in a group text and then she puts me in a group text oh, with Mariah with Carey Mariah. not her assistant but, but Mariah this is how, wow. with Mariah wow. we're in Miami I got to tell the story to honor her but in Miami uh, she says what are you doing and I said oh, nothing she goes do you want to go to the weekend's party I'm like I I, I don't want to go because I don't know him I don't want to get kicked out because I yeah. just got kicked out Drake's party because of Tristan Thompson's <laughs> bitch ass just, just, this is name drop city let's keep going right <laughs> The crazy part is people say name drop, but this is literally my this life. Like, this this is, these life. are your friends. So are you, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no, a slave. No, no, no. I'm so not are you, your social circle. So all you bitches out there to my name drop. <laughs> if your friend is Larry, Rio, and whoever, that's your friends. I'm sorry. We're we not the same. Okay. It is what it is. But no. So she takes me to the party. I got a cousin named Larry. I don't fuck with that nigga though. Um, she, she took me to um, the party and the weekend comes over and he's like, yo, I'm a fan. She connects us. Wow. We exchange numbers. Now when I host the Breakfast Club, he's texting me, encouraging things and liking things and supporting that's me. Dope. So yeah. she fostered that. Yeah. And the thing I'll go back to when we talked about building relationships, that's why everybody should be treated like they have value because everybody does, does have, have value, value. And you never yeah. know who's going to be that person to help take your 
life or your career to the next level. Mm -hmm. But if you walk in looking for The weekend or Mariah or Floyd and miss the Kichis, then you may not get the connection mm -hmm. or the relationships that God has prepared for you. So she was an important person um, to me and to him and to a lot of people. And I'm glad that she got her flowers. Unfortunately for a lot of them, they were late. late. Mm. Yeah, that's you already, you already, that's good. I'm going to say, yeah, we can, we can switch. Hey, look, hold up, hold up. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, Hollywood Unlocked Podcast might want, you know, like a, a junior podcast to join the network or something of that nature. So you know, you, now you know us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as big or small to me. Like, I did Don't Call Me White Girl. I think Mona's killing yeah, she's it. Crazy. Oh, yeah. She's crazy. Um, yeah, she's crazy. And good. she's crushing it because she found her niche. It's exactly. just really about finding your thing and then and then time. Like it all the overtime grows. One one interview leads to another to another. It's it's this growing thing. There's still days where, you know, everybody's giving me my praise for my show because it's doing numbers, but it's still hard as fuck. Like there's still people who are playing around and I'm looking at them like keep playing because you know it's some shit I can drop on your ass <laughs> fuck your fuck your music up you know I know you like your husband but oh god damn you know, um, you know, but you know and I'm not opposed to fucking up people's shit because ultimately it's a symbiotic relationship we right. need each other yeah. when you think you don't need me or you're not gonna give me the look then fine I'm gonna show you that you need me because I can get your attention it may be petty but you know it's my method of how I do what I do. Just like their method of mm -hmm. um, uh, looking for white people's validation. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, my, Because that's a real thing yeah. for some of these house niggas out there in the business. But my business is to be petty enough to remind you that the culture is right here and we're going to show up and, you know, you need us too. Well, shit, she's speaking about the show. I mean, you talk about Hollywood Unlocked podcast, but now you have the show on Revolt, mm -hmm. the Jason Lee show. Yeah. Let's talk about that. How you get that? Let me open my notes app uh, right now. Well, how, what, what is Diddy's email well, directly? No, I don't, yeah. have, <laughs> direct. I don't have his email. I got his number. But let me tell you. <laughs> but let me tell you. Let me tell you. But this goes back to like the hustle, right? Um, for years, I've been trying to get to Diddy. Because I mean, let me be very clear. I've been around him many times. I've oh, been yeah, to his yeah. house parties. I know his kids. I know, you know, I you know, I knew Kim Porter. I knew a lot of people mm -hmm. around him. But I'm very intentional that I don't use people to get to people. I want to get to you directly and build with you directly because if you respect me because I'm your kid's friend, then that's not respecting yeah. me for what I have yeah. to offer. So I've been around him many times and all that. But I would say to people like, hey, Lorianne, you know, connect me with Diddy. Oh, you know so-and-so connect me with Diddy. And then I realized, what would Diddy do? Diddy goes right go to straight Diddy. to Diddy. <laughs> yeah. So I called somebody and I said, hey, you got Diddy number? And they said, yeah. I said, give it to me. They gave me the number. Oh, shit. And I text him. I said, yo, nigga, what would Diddy do? Diddy, if he was me and wanted to get to Diddy, if you want, when Diddy wanted to get to Andre, he didn't wait for somebody to introduce no, him. No, he, he went. He did what he had to do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm coming to you. And, and at first he was like, who is this? What? And then he figured it out. And, you know, we yeah. would text. But then finally he started like, locking into what I was doing at the same time. So then he put me with Dottavio Samuels who runs Revolt and he put me with Dion Graham who runs Comb Enterprises. And, we, and he said, I want, I told my team, I want them to figure out how to work with you. So I talked to him about what we could do on the spirit side, what we could do on the TV side. Mm. And then once we got together, this came right after I was denied to host the Wendy Williams show because they said mm. I wasn't big enough. And I was like, okay. What? Even though I had all these plans. Okay. Yeah. It was cool. Okay. It was cool. It was okay. cool. No, but, and also shout out to, to the Wendy Williams show. Life happens. Life yeah. happens. No, she's icon. So I went ahead and I ended my podcast. I ended my show at Fox Soul and I got in my bag. I built the set. I just opened a studio and then I packaged and pitched the Jason pitched Lee show. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you just recorded episodes like here. Here's here's the uh, what's it called the um, the pilot. 
And no, I didn't. Know. Oh, you I, said, oh, I, you... I, Beyonce don't do no pilot. Look at, okay, look at. I'm the Beyonce of this shit. No, I fucking, I built my set. I think I've... that's the, the name of the episode. I'm the Beyonce of this shit. Yeah, okay. you know. Write down. You know, <laughs> it's funny because when I said bye to my down. co-host, they were like, "So are we Michelle and Kelly?" I'm not. It's not that. It's the. Oh, idea. I'm Beyonce. You. Uh... Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm expendable. It's all good. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I no, I didn't. I didn't pitch anything. I just. I this is what I wanted to do, and I, it was between Revolt and another network and okay. I wanted to stay black owned and um, uh, yeah it's funny because the other day I hit the Tavi I'm like are y'all ready to re-up the order there? he said well we still have more episodes I go I've de- I've, sh- I've delivered every episode yeah. they just haven't rolled out yet rolled out yet oh, so shit. all my oh, so episodes already, pre-recorded first, it's already yeah already like I just did Chloe uh, I just interviewed Chloe day before yesterday mm-hmm. okay or yesterday yeah day before yesterday and then Nick Cannon's rolling out and Marlo's after Nick and yeah oh right. shit okay we got some things to watch then I was going to say, we have some episodes to watch. So I think that people like, you know, their view of someone like you who's behind the scenes, right? Because there's always a question of, well, I want to interview the interviewer, right? What do you think that people, you know, we mentioned Love and Hip Hop, we mentioned Wild and Out, we mentioned the blog and all these connections. What about you that maybe isn't as public that would add some context and color to your story that you would want people to know? Um, well, um, like the new work that I'm getting ready to do, launching my foundation, the Hollywood Cares Foundation, um, you know, Hollywood Unlocked is my purpose. Um, my past of union organizing, working in education, working in, you know, I worked at probation, believe it or not, for three years, thinking I was helping people on the inside. The shit was a business different, you know, jails and policing. It's just one industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, you got off house arrest. (laughs) No, they charged him every month to be on house arrest. 450 a month. For what? To be really? To sit in the house. Instead of being in jail? Yeah. I mean, it's. That's, that's I told you, to pay to be out of jail. When you worded it like that, that's what I've been saying that to people. That actually makes sense. I was like, it costs not go to jail. Yeah, I would I would have paid that. It was nonviolent. It's all good. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, no, I. Um, the, the foundation is now the purposeful work because, you know, I feel like I've, I have all these relationships. I have the platform, I have the, I have the, the story. Why not help other people who are like me that have dreams? And so I, I believe that there's a lack of investment in young people. Um, so I developed the I Am Ready initiative, went back to my hometown. Uh, the mayor there, Kevin Lincoln, he was really okay. much a supporter of it. Um, he's a moderate Republican. I've never helped a Republican get elected, but I did because I was gonna say, no. he was supportive of, what, of the issues that yeah. were important to me in the community. So. Um, he, they, they, they um, said there was a million dollars to put into a program. Uh, I went back and said I would match a million. And then um, now we're in this really amazing experience where they're not wanting to give this foundation program the million dollars because, in my opinion, it targets black and brown kids. Pretty much. Um, and they've never done that before. Yeah. So they tried to organize against it, but I had organized the city. Over 300 people showed up in support, community leaders. Uh, Floyd and Tiffany Haddish wrote letters of support. A lot of organizations wrote support. And so now they uh, didn't approve to give it to us, but they approved to put it in a process that everybody can apply for, but now it's over $2 million, which is great, which ah. is a win. That's definitely so, yeah, so now we're still in it, and we're going back to launch the program um, after we announced it on June 27th. And, yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. I had one more question because, you know, our show, if you've seen the clips, we it's 
We're about to like. Yeah, we, it's, it's about to go. Like, you know how you, you, I'm fine. But I, I, I want what, what we're yeah, like. You know how he's gonna roller coaster and just oh, goes up like this. <laughs> I mean, you do. Yeah, eyes don't go up. It just goes you do straight know down. I do this for a living, yeah. right? So yeah. like, you have we to. Dis- gotta, we gotta, you have to disarm your guests. Yeah, we gotta make it comfortable. Yeah, we have to give you some softball yeah. questions. Yeah. Let you talk Jesus about Christ. yourself yeah. for a while. Yeah, I forgot we talked to a pro. You know, I was gonna say we're talking to a pro. I'm ready. He knows what's going on. But my last question was, I take breaks from the news. Like I only consume news like. Like not CNN, but you know, world news every other week. So as someone who is constantly phones always going off, you talked about taking breaks and not taking breaks before we were on, on air. How do you balance your mental health mm. and the constant consumption of mm. news? Well, thankfully, um, let's well different periods, right? During COVID, it was really hard because everything on the news was Trump, 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 Trump. World's falling apart. Yeah. Muslims are terrorists. Yeah. Even Mexican kids are in cages. Was, Black yeah. lives matter. It was like it black was and white lot. civil war. It was a lot. <laughs> on top of we were in our house, so our minds and bodies weren't moving, and then social media was killing us. So that was a time period where I felt like I had the most anxiety. Um, now the world's opened up a little bit more. The narrative with you know online is somewhat changing a little bit. Um, and I don't live in any of the stories. Honestly, I don't even know half the time what's going on. My team is all in that. Mm-hmm. I have 12 employees. They do all the work. Mm-hmm. And then when I have to go do a show, either in advance, they'll say, here's the topics you're going to talk about. I'll tell my team, send me a quick synopsis. I'll get a, I'll get a call sh- a sheet that runs it all down yeah. to me. And I'll go in and talk about it or I'll look online. But I try not to consume it because... I focus on strategy, partnership development. Mm. Um, how do we, you know, build strategic alliances or partnerships? You know, SEO, um, link sharing partnerships. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the business of building the brand and, mm-hmm. and staying focused on the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a relationship business, so you know you got to check in on your partners too. Like, hey, CEO Overville, how are you doing this week? What's going on in your life? So it's about maintaining relationships. Whereas I don't stay in the weeds. But, um, you know, I'll get calls from celebrities who will be upset about something or go off. And I don't like to entertain it. Most of the time I won't. But, like, recently I've had to tell a couple of people, like, I really don't give a fuck what you're going through. <laughs> like, what you going through and who you talk. This phone ain't for that. This, like phone, this phone is for the four Fs. Family, friends, people I'm fucking, and people who are financing. So if you ain't in that, Jesus complain is not an F. Don't call my phone. Just drop the fucking. Don't call my phone. And the crazy part is they get offended when you're that serious with them, but you called my motherfucking phone. Nobody, this is my phone. Yeah. So when you dialed those 10 numbers, you thought you were going to talk to your therapist, apparently, because somehow you want me to digest your emotional experience. I'm not here for that. Yeah. I have done it recently where I've said, okay, I'll talk with you through it to a person I wasn't like have a relationship with like that. But I don't, I don't sit on the phone and, and, and deal with. So you don't take on. No, because I'm an energy person. So even with my friends, if you're in my home, friend of mine right now is visiting me from LA, uh, from New York. And the other day he comes to breakfast and I just say, he says to me, my agent wants me to cut my hair. And I go, well, why cut your hair? Do you want to cut your hair? And he goes, well, I don't know. I'm going to try it so I can maybe get more bookings. And I said, but if you don't want to cut your hair, maybe you have to stop relying so much on your agent and just go out and hustle your ass off. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a, well, the, the anxiety level of him processing that. He I had has to, to get stop, out his own. Basically. I had to stop him and say, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about yeah. you. <laughs> I, I really don't care. I was just giving you advice. I, mean, we just have a I don't want to fucking talk yeah. about it anymore. <laughs> we were just conversing. I mean, that's the real advice. I don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I really don't want to talk. About it. And I had to shut it down because that energy will fuck up my energy. And then that then will fuck up other people's energy. Because when you interact with me, 
that transfer. You're still holding that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I very much try to energy, stay in Energy is transferred. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't die. <laughs> so, oh, because it happens with us. Like, if I'm in a bad oh, mood, God then damn. everybody don't, don't, on yeah, set is in a bad mood. So. But you know what? That There's a shared responsibility in making sure that that mood doesn't get bad. Yeah. So I tell my team, this is how I want. I, I took them all on a field trip through the studio. This is how I want it to look. This is how I want it to smell. This is how I want it. I want the candles burning. I want the lights all on. I want it to be super clean. I want my makeup artist to be sitting over there when I come in. I don't want you to come run my cards to me. I need to get in, get set, comb my hair, and then sit down while I'm getting my makeup. Then you do this. I had to tell them what I want. And so if it's off or when I'm doing an interview, I have rules. I don't like a lot of exposed wiring. I don't want anybody talking. No external sound. Don't drop shit. Don't be on your phone because if it falls. Don't smoke vapes. That's my rules. It's my house, so I get to set the table. Now, your job is to make sure that the table is set. If it's off and you throw off my energy, then you have to be prepared to accept that. And it's just what it is, and they know it. My makeup artist recently had to replace her. Jesus my photographer Christ. had to replace him because it's my house, it's my table, I get to set it my way. I, I earn agree. that respect, yeah, you know? I agree. And people have a responsibility to make sure that you stay in your creative space. And your creative Thank you. Juices, Don't look you know? at them. No. You hear that, guys? I'm not looking at them. I'm looking at you. He's, Don't look at me. He's the one But who someone look at that and go, you're crazy. You no. know, I mean, I would call her crazy, but yeah, you're right. I take that back. Yeah, she hit me with that shit. Like, the fuck, the but fuck Beyonce, the she talked recent. She talked some time that's ago. That's Beyonce. She, but that's why she's the. But that's why she's. That's Beyonce. why she's Beyonce. Exactly. Because she said she had to stop being guilted into not being honest about how she felt about her business, mm. and that it wasn't being rude. It was just being honest. And you have when you work that hard, and you know you're you have the level of responsibility because if I if I'm going to interview like interviewing Young Miami was really hard, not mm -hmm. because it's Young Miami, but because Floyd's assistant who was a friend of mine died i was mourning oh, my friends shit. were it was a lot going, going on, on and my energy was off yeah. so if my energy's off i can't deliver the highest quality of product for my consumers that's real so everybody's role around me should be to make sure that that energy stays right because if i lose my show then you lose your job <laughs> it's just that simple i'm simple math it's simple. <laughs> two plus two equals four now, i ain't gonna have a problem letting nobody go if i lose my show bye <laughs> No, that that makes sense. I mean, I think that, you know, overall the the message is you're responsible for your energy. Period. And if that means you have to put up some boundaries, if that means you have to explain some things to people, then that's what you need to do. You don't need to explain shit. No, I mean telling people like this you, works for me, yes. this doesn't work yeah. for me. Oh yeah. But yeah, but be, I mean. be very clear because people will take explanation like, Can you explain to me why you feel that way? No, oh, bitch, no, 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 no. I mean like detail. I know, I know, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. boundary setting. Boundary setting is the thing that I just the last three weeks in therapy I've been working on because you know, I will I'll have the so I'll, I'll like text my friends, y'all who coming over for dinner? So six of people will say they're coming. Well, think about it. If your chef is cooking steak, lobster, this, that, now that's Six people who are going to eat steak and lobster. These niggas eat at least two lobsters. So that's 12 lobsters. Ooh. My yeah. friends, some of them may not ever go and eat lobster on their own. Okay. But I, but but you're you're eating that. You're coming to my house. You're calling me up and getting advice that I charge a lot of people money for yeah. as a consultant, right? So if I'm going to charge this company 100000 a month to consult them, but you can call me anytime you want for advice for free. For free. And then you don't value that. I have to set a boundary with you where you can come over and eat, but you can't ask me for advice. And, and when you set those boundaries, you'll start to see how people treat you, right? Like, all of y'all can come over and eat, but none of y'all can come to the club with me. Or all of y'all can come over to the club and eat with me, but none of you can go to Dubai with me. And then you'll start to see people feel a certain way, like, wait, why, does, why do they get to go to Dubai, but I can't go? 
that entitlement shit, when you really start paying attention to how people treat and respect you or don't, then you start to feel like, I, I need to set boundaries. And that's what I've been in the last three weeks. And a lot of people have been removed from my life, but you know, mm -hmm. I have this one life to live in. Uh, I'm gonna be happy all the way through. I was gonna say, nice. you have to be happy at the end of the day. But I do think like, there are certain people that you bring certain places. Yeah. Just like he knows he can't bring me with him everywhere because I'm, I like you know, I'm Princess Polly Pockets. So <laughs> yeah, like, I, like, I, like, I like to go to the ratchet spots. She ain't, she ain't fucking with it. Why are we at a table? <laughs> why are the floors sticky? Why am I drinking out of pot? I can't go over there. I like to go to the spots where they're playing Sexy Red. But then it's the same thing. <laughs> What's that? I'm out of town, thugging with my rounds. You arrest. Pussy pink, booty hole brown. <laughs> yeah. It's a TikTok. You're not on TikTok. I got no, some. I got them to play at a wedding last That's, weekend. You got my booty weddings. hole brown was playing oh, at a wedding. Aunties were dancing to it lit. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, and I'm the friend you could not take. I don't like weddings, so don't even invite oh, me. Oh, I don't give a fuck who's getting married. No, you don't like weddings. Uh, nope. No, Why? for what? They not gonna last. Jesus Christ! The fuck I'm gonna go for? Like, I'm gonna go to the wedding. I'm gonna get in a photo you go, you go to create a memory of a time that was not well spent. Like, I don't like going to weddings. I've been to one Ooh. wedding in the last five years. I think I would go to Rihanna and ASAP's wedding because that's you know whatever. Yeah. But like. Nah, what for what? I don't. First of all, you are gonna put me at a table with people I don't fucking know. That just happened to me. And I don't like being around mm. people I don't know. I don't even feel comfortable. Like if I'm your friend, yeah. and you say I want to hang out, but then you show up with two or three people, you're like, who are these people? No, are no, no. Here? I'm gonna let y'all hang, but that's the last time I'm hang out with you because oh. I don't even want to be responsible for managing that energy, or that. Somebody asked me a stupid question like, "What's Cardi up to?" Like, she ain't asked about you. What you? Okay, well, mm. take that back. You're famous. I'm not. So there's no. I don't. I don't. I don't want it. It's not even about fame. It's even going home to my family when I take security. My security is like, "How do we handle your family?" Like you handle every other nigga. What you mean? <laughs> your job is to make sure I get home safe, because people see you. See, like you say, I'm a celebrity. I don't see me as a celebrity. That's real. So people, you don't know how people see you. You don't know how people pl are plotting on you. Mm -hmm. And I just. If you walk in my house, even if you're there to wipe cobwebs down or cook a meal, you got to sign an NDA. If we fucking, you got to sign an NDA. If we, whatever, I don't trust nobody. And I don't trust, I just, I'm, I've learned a lot. Can't wait till I get to the NDA level. You there now. No, you there, you may be having a conversation now that they'll come up later. Yeah. You know, that's why you see on Hollywood a lot, like five years ago, this audio clip came in like five years ago. <laughs> no, Motherfuckers are sitting on shit. No, because the NDA Five years ago, I was a broken man. Why are you going to do that to me? <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that kind of goes back to what you mentioned about cancel culture. Like, none of us are who we were five years ago. It's not even just cancel culture. It's cloud. I'll tell you a story right now. I flew this nigga in town. Well, no, I even fly him in. Whoop. He was all in my DM saying he wanted to hang out. I said, well, whenever you make it to L.A., we can hang out. This motherfucker flew to L.A. That's strike one. No, that was, it depends on how you look at it. He's made an effort. He actually showed me he, he that flew he would spend out, right? his own money. Okay, yeah, no, that's not that he didn't. No, Jason didn't fly him out. No, he flew himself, he flew himself out. out. So I'm like, that's effort. This See, effort. I would think that's, that's effort. No, I would think that uh, I'm not flying that. No, no, <laughs> that person made an effort, so that caught my attention. Okay, you come to my party, came to my party all like all on me in a way that was like I'm here, but I'm not gonna do. I'm do here, yeah. but I'm right behind you. I'm not in. Well, so you like that. Well, he was behind me in every photo. Uh, so, then, so then he tried to buy the photos from my photographer. Didn't know it was my photographer. So when I confronted him on he said, well, I didn't, I, I wasn't doing nothing shady. I was just doing that to, uh, because I didn't know if I had to pay for him or if it was free or whatever. I didn't want to bother you about it. So I, I let him pass. Okay. Start hanging out, start hanging out. This goes from the, this is the clout that we talk about because that's, cancel culture is one thing, but clout is also a drug that really is scary. This person 
became we became intimate, you know, we're sexually involved or whatever. And I pride myself in making sure my personal business stays private, especially with who I'm involved with, because I just feel like it's just not unnecessary, yeah. you know? You're not the story, so. I'm not the story, right. Because everybody else's business is my business. I want my business <laughs> to be their business, you know? <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of anything because I ain't got no little dick. I ain't my, I'm 45, <laughs> shit still work. I ain't worried about that, whatever. And I'm a very generous motherfucker. So I'm going to dress you, undress you, all that, whatever. Feed you, fuck you, take you home. So a great day. So long story, <laughs> long story short. Yeah. No, no. And all y'all women, please stop. Because as I tell these stories, y'all be in my DMs talking about, you don't want no pussy? No, I don't. No, no, thank you. Been there, done that. Um, so anyway, this nigga goes and does an interview. And I'm so nice. Yeah, I didn't know what getting fucked was a thing, right? So he goes and does an interview and he goes, Wait, he goes, a, does he goes interview? and does an interview, interview with somebody interview, else. Interview. Yes. And he's like, so the interview is like, you're Jason's boyfriend, right? And he's like, ha, ah, you know, yeah, we dated. We never dated. We, we hung out. We fucked. No, we fucked. Okay. We ate. We went to some events together. We took pictures. You know, you slept in my bed, whatever. Okay. Sound but, like a vibe. Yeah, it's, well, that's it. That vibe is, it, there's, it's a rotating vibe, right? Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, then in the interview, the guy's like, so is Jason a top or a bottom? Hmm. So he goes, Ooh, ha, 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 ha. That's he kind of plays out. Yeah, but whatever, you know? And then uh, he says, yeah, but you know, um, Jason liked when I played in his ass. Well, duh. Well, I mean, that, that, no, 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 because it never happened. Oh, shit. Uh, so I, but but that's the thing to get the internet going, like, oh, uh, he's playing, whatever. Cause it's I mean, I, I wouldn't think that would be surprising, though. Well, yeah, because I, I say to the world I'm a top, so that means I don't get oh, fucked. Oh, but if, but if I got fucked, I would be out there saying, like, yo, I just had a train ran on me, I got fucked. I would say because I don't care, like, I don't lose any power of who I am by telling my business. No, but like, I just choose not to tell my business out of respect for my people that I'm involved yeah. with. So I called him and I said, congratulations on your interview. Um, I hope that that interview does for you what you needed. What you to. wanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, and and I just have one thing. Like you said, you played in my ass. Like, when did that happen? I don't remember that happening. He goes, oh, you were drunk. I said, so I was drunk and I was asleep when you played in my ass. So you raped me. <laughs> Pretty like much. That's so you raped. So I'm a yeah. victim of sex sexual assault. assault. Sexual yeah, that's sexual technically. Assault. So I need to go tell the world the, that you're a raper. The DA. Hashtag me too. I got to go to Instagram right now and yeah. tell the world that I've been raped because I. But You've see, been sexually assaulted. If someone touched you while you were passed out drunk, that's sexual assault. Well, he backed it up because clearly oh. it either it didn't, didn't happen or I was raped. Yeah. It's either or. So I don't know. I didn't have an anal cavity search or whatever the process of looking at the <laughs> circumference of your asshole. But what I do know is y'all better stop fucking playing because you'll play with the wrong person who will play back. And that that to me is that sickness, that illness that those of you as you're on your thing, you're talking about you're not a celebrity. If you're doing this and you have an audience watching, you don't know how people are looking at you. People don't care about whether or not you get 800 views or 800,000 views. What they care about is that somebody that's getting views mm -hmm. can give them views if they mm -hmm. come for you. When they look at your success, they don't look at you and say, can you help me learn how to get your success? Mm -hmm. They you say, let me go on and take that success from you by getting my success off of your name. It's a sick, cancerous thing that people have created with cancel culture where people will play on your name and play in your face. And the reason why I tell that story is because there's people watching and you're on your journey that you, you'll you be so intentionally, organically authentic with somebody who's fucking playing with you, right in your Shit. face, laying next to you while you sleep. And that's why I have one rule. You can't bring your phone to my room. And people don't understand, like, why are you tripping? Why? Because I didn't know you was going to be that nigga then. Mm. And, and then later on, when here you come sending shit to people, and you know, I have a relationship with everybody, so if you do send anything, they send it, it to me. Yeah. But you never know who's going to play you 
when you're on your journey? Who's in the backseat of your car while you up there telling a story about how fuck this nigga, fuck this brand, fuck this and that, but they back there autom- recording. recording you. You don't know. So you have mm. to be very mindful of that. And uh, I've learned over the years just, you know, getting fucked over, people trying it, and they've tried it, um, that you just got you just never know who you can trust these days, and it's kind of sad. Yes. Well, cheers. That's a cheers. I would say cheers to cheers, that. Cheers, cheers. And we can we can switch. I need a refresher. So now here y'all get into fuck shit. Yeah. yeah no, this is no because you you Bracey brought it up. Once you went to the sex talk, it's like it's time. Yeah, well, it's and we can usher on over. Does anybody else need a refresher yeah, hold, where I have who's that? drinks? Right there. It's Dara. Dara. I ain't see Dara right there. The, the, the Zeus queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zeus queen. Oh, she watches Zeus. Or she oh, she, oh, she, no, does, she, she does a, a commentary on Zeus. She, she was does a very successful Zeus. Oh. Zeus recap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 I very... seen you. Was, I watched this Bobby Light like, strength too. Yeah, so, I, love, I love that show. <laughs> I, I watch all. The, I watch all the reality TV. Yeah. And blame it on Flavor Flav. So look. <laughs> I was executive producer on that show. Jesus so. Christ. Were you? <laughs> well, yeah. well that, once again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, that's college for what me. What I look like just popping up on a reality show. Not, that's your not, not, you not mine. Yeah. yeah. On Bobby Lights. I was executive producer. Okay, look. That makes sense. Jazz, we, oh, we do this, this segment we call True for Shot. Yeah. We're not, you're not drinking, so you can pick someone in here to drink for you. Oh, great. Yeah, okay. they, they got to do the shot for you. If you don't want to answer. Why everybody go like this? <laughs> no, look at fuck there it. Stick with the mind. we going up today. Y'all hanging out with me tonight. Y'all ain't going to pay for nothing. I should probably intentionally not answer anything so they all have to take shots. But I want to be out. Your call. Your call. So basically, most of these questions are the questions that people that see our show that go viral and things of that nature. Those are sex based. So we're gonna find out your okay. kink or your. We're gonna we're gonna grade you oh, I'm on your easy, answers. I'm pretty easy. So oh, let's get it. Oh, All right, Jazz. You already know how we start this off. Yeah. So our first question, of course, is what is your go-to porn category? You know what? I don't even have it. Well, clearly gay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it could be, it could no, be some subgenres. No. Yeah, but you know, I ran yeah. across some shit. No, I don't want to say that. Um, okay. So gay is my thing, um, but uh, I just go to X Hamster. Like I used to go to Pornhub, then I would go to X and XX. All that shit got boring because then when you pop in all these weird categories, now it's like yo, you gotta fuck this granny, and I don't want yeah, all the weird, weird shit. Like yeah. oh, daddy's fucking his son. Like I'm yeah. not into yeah, none okay, of that that's, weird that's, shit. Okay, that, that gets weird. Um, yeah, so it's just gay, and it has to be black. I can't watch white people fuck. There's no disrespect to white people. It's just not my thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was easy enough. Black and gay. Black, That's just, gay. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to think of a level. Yeah, groups. I'm with all that shit. Brazilian gangbangs. I watch. All wait, that what shit. is Brazilian? Just Brazilian. Brazilians. There's a bunch of Brazilians. Oh, Brazilian. Now, so wait, wait, wait. Is Brazilians like for gay men? Is Brazilians for gay, gay men? I will watch a Brazilian. Like if you watch Asian, no, because I, I would type in Brazilian, watch. but that's for that's for women. So I, I didn't know. It was no, the same but no, thing. they they got Brazil. I, I, I there's cool, one man. I don't. Okay, I have a um in my notes on my phone. I have <laughs> a notes con, um specifically um, for all the links of all the videos that I like. You're go- yeah, I yeah, so but do I, I. But I never go to it, but I save them in case I ever get bored and yeah. I go to it. Um, but there was one, because um, anyway, there was a situation I had where I wanted to watch one, and it was a Brazilian gangbang with all these girls and all these guys from Brazil, and they're the most beautiful people. Yeah. Um, and we're going to Brazil this year, by the way. So. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah, but we taking oral swabs, making sure everybody ain't got. Everybody nothing. needs to be on the same page about that Period. before you. Yeah. Who was your worst sexual partner up. and why? Not uh, worst, who, but well, what was? Oh, oh, we don't put the name. We don't put the name. Let's see. My worst sexual experience. Okay, and this was when I thought I wanted to. I was gonna try. You know how like you gonna try pussy? No, I, I mean I used to fuck on girls when I was younger. Oh, but exactly. you know, been there, done that. Yeah, the bitch in my book. Why well, she fucked it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
Go read the book. It's out there. And put her real name in that motherfucker, too. Oh, you did? What? Hell yeah, I don't give a now fuck. Now I read this book. Charlamagne was like, you gonna get sued putting people's name in the book? Well, I've been sued before. It's yeah. okay. Um, scare then, you, then you gotta depose me. I gotta help go and tell you how the pussy was trash and then whatever. Not saying it's her, but whatever. Anyway. Um, oh, who was the worst? Exp- oh, so the, anyway, once I said, okay, I would fuck a white guy. I'm gonna try it. Okay. Because, you know, I want to be an equal opportunity dick slinger so i went to have sex with this white dude and he wanted me to piss in his mouth now mind you um i tried but my but but my gut my 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 uh stomach the lord was like nigga like are you crazy we've been through a lot together we're not doing this so i couldn't pee and at that point i realized this is just nasty um, and I didn't attribute to all white people because it was a white person. I just, for me, he ruined it for That me. was the same experience when the guy asked me to pee on him. It's like your mind won't let you release. He wanted me to pee in his mouth, though. Yeah, it's a little different. That's a little different. I mean, it's like, it's like when you go to the carnival and the clown is there with the open mouth and you got to shoot it in the yeah. mouth to blow the balloon you up. You should have did for reparations. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I just couldn't because it was inhumane. <laughs> it was inhumane. But, I mean, there are people, we had a guest like, on our like, show who... who Sells her. Oh yeah, she she urine, sells her. She sells her, sells her shit. She sells her shit. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, she's a, a dominatrix. I mean, like literally girl. puts it in like a, a jar. airtight container and UPSs it. Yeah. to fuck. her shit. And they yeah. pay her like five hundred dollars for that. And they have it for <laughs> dinner. Oh yeah, to eat it. I forgot about that. Well, too. listen, um, you know, to each his own. Um, <laughs> we, we don't kink shame for real on this podcast. It's just. I, no, no, no. We do kink shame. Okay, there's it, a was line. A, it was an eating the shit part that we stopped. At. Yeah, that is that, was is that too a kink much. though? I don't think that they get off on it. A fetish. That's a fetish. Disgusting. Okay. It's nasty. That's but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, we we kink shame because that to me is like um, you, something is off. I mean, that's just like against all health codes. That's not even a kink. You can't. I mean. You shouldn't consume. What you can actually safely drink urine as long as you don't have an infection. But like. Shit is literally like shit. Where'd you meet this guy? You just started dating him, or oh, it was so long ago I couldn't tell you. That's all it, good. It we, been, we won't put it out there. No, it could have been the gardener. I don't. It, who knows? Okay, truth or shot? Who was your most difficult interview? My most difficult oh, interview. Um, I don't really find them difficult. I would say the one that was the most disappointing that um, was I can say difficult was um, damn the guy that played Tupac. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. no, not Anthony Mackie. He, bitch, I'm Tupac. That's not him. <laughs> no, it was because I felt like he was homophobic in the interview, and I felt like you, you know, talking about the one that played it in the the Compton film. Um, the I yeah, you know, I can't remember what the film fun. was, but he was playing Tupac. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I I felt I felt this is my opinion that he was homophobic in the interview, and if you come on a gay man's show, then you can't be homophobic. I asked yeah. him a question about. Whether or not he would have played the scene where they where they they, they they had said that Tupac was raped in prison, oh, even though he he wasn't or it's unclear if he was or wasn't. Oh. Never heard that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was like a rumor, but yeah. it probably was push-ups. not true. You had the push-ups, baby. But I asked him, would he have played that scene if it oh, was oh. A, a if scene? it was in the script? And he got really uncomfortable, and I kept pressing him to answer. And then, <laughs> but in all yeah. fairness, if I as a woman had to play whomever who had been gang raped. I think I would be uncomfortable with that scene. Right, but if you're an actor and you want to act, then you get a script, and if you want to play that part, it's in the script. You mm-hmm. play what's on the paper. Mm-hmm. You're not the writer. You either weren't talented enough to write or you just didn't have the time to write. But either way, you didn't write that. So, like, for me, I wrote a book about my life, and if somebody wants to come in audition to play the part, because I am in the process of developing into a series, when you come in to play that part, you're not going to negotiate with me what's on the paper. 
Because the can't paper say, like, is I the don't want to do your sex scene. That's well, like going hell. to McDonald's saying, I don't want to serve fries. Bitch, it's fries. They pulling up for the fries. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? Go sell the fries, bitch. We ain't not about to see her. You want to sell you want to sell waffle fries, bitch? Then go, go over Chick-fil-A. to the Waffle House or Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but this the motherfucking fries. Yeah. Or I don't want to, I don't believe in sodium. Bitch, put salt in the, the wrong place. fries. You right. Right. Salt, so, salt you them bitches up. So yeah. that's the problem with people who have entitlement. You're a starving actress. Bitch, the way you want to eat, you eat what's on that paper. Or you eat it and get out the way for somebody else who want to do it. All right, truth or shot? Yeah. Have you ever had an orgy? Uh, well, how many people is an orgy? That's like more three, than two. Th- more than three. Oh, I thought more than I mean, no, one. Three is an orgy. Forty-five more, years old. Three's three. Three. a threesome. No, Four three's more is an orgy. That's well, three's a train. Accordingly, if it's two no, you gotta give, guys you gotta, and a girl. No, that's no. what they say. I think it's an orgy. No, you gotta give train vibes for it to be a train. Yeah. That's what I said. I said recently. I, t- I think Carisha. She was like, "It's a train." I'm like, no, I don't think it's a train. I think it's no, if, if everybody's fucking around, that's not that's not a train. That's a threesome. But now, well, everybody's not fucking around because y'all niggas get in the room and don't want to touch each other, but y'all expect the girls to get in there and touch each other. That's what's wrong with men in their fragile masculinity <laughs> y'all niggas need to start sucking dick too y'all okay, ready to put at, a oh dick shit. hold on y'all ready to keep putting a dick every time a girl open her mouth you shoving a dick down her throat how about y'all put a dick down your throat see and how that's I feel why, and I told somebody earlier I told this guy earlier he said oh you know I ain't never messed with a guy but I probably let a guy suck my dick you know if there's three of us involved you know me you a girl I said first and foremost my nigga who said I want to be in there with her maybe I bring a nigga and all three of us but you know again well, men, men need to start with their fragile masculinity you know what I mean if a dick's in the room suck it but anyway yeah, what was the question I'm I'm fragile as fuck because I ain't sucking dick. I'm it's sorry. Okay. But I mean, it's okay. Keep drinking. It's early. Chill. Relax. <laughs> I'm just saying, after a little after a little liquor, I've seen a lot of niggas get flexible. You know what I mean? Like flexible? Yeah. Flex heteroflexibility is a thing. I agree with that. But I think, I think it's more I've been acceptable. For a long time. Well, I think it's more acceptable for you got, women. You ain't got the right drinking buddies, my More nigga. acceptable I, for women I, to be flexible. I, I, I get drunk with some of my homeboys and you know, it's a lot of love in the room and it's it's okay. Yep. We protect each other's privacy. But yeah. Have I been in a um orgy? I we didn't call it an orgy, but yeah, I've had I've been in a in a room where it's been six of us having fun. But that's this years. I was in my twenties. I mean, oh, twenties. Well, I was like over twenty years. Oh, well, yeah, 20 we're not years ago. speaking about yesterday. Oh yeah, no, yesterday. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. Not nah, yesterday. No. You were on. Oh wait, no. Yesterday we're here. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I was just saying it, in general. Like we're not saying we're saying it was a long time ago. <laughs> no, not now. I'm gonna tell you about the DMV. Oh, oh yeah, we are now. Niggas is out here. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to get booked out here. I'm trying to have speaking engagements. I'm trying to get a position at the White House. So I have a reason because L.A. All they want to do is go work out, eat sushi, and walk around in flip flops. Oh, no, Them motherfuckers are horrible. Like, yeah, there's nigga niggas out here. Oh, it's they dread. They, 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 yeah. they want to have fun. I mean, yeah. they they buy Howard balls. University Hampton. I'm available for speaking engagements. <laughs> you around? Naval Academy, whatever. I mean, hey, if you need a you need That's club, you, we here. We got we got every, every club. But Rose Bar, actually Shout working out. on Rose Bar right now. But oh. everything else, we got you. I love the Rose Bar. <laughs> I was at Rose Bar last time. I was here last night. I was at Zebby's. Tonight I'm gonna be somewhere else. Oh, you gonna sure. have fun wherever you go. Yeah, a, like people party here. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, you have our next question. Oh yeah. Um, if there's something you could do sexually without any guilt, what would you do? That's an interesting one. Without any guilt, we asked no me. Most of our guests, and they, they, most of the women say they would do what you said. I don't think there's any there's nothing I feel <laughs> guilty about I feel like it's your body your choice just like when it comes to women's right to choose whether or not to have an abortion like everybody in this country is so obsessed with what people are doing with their bodies you go to Greece they fucking like animals you go to <laughs> you go to Paris or or London or all around the world Dominican Republic they're, they're just having sex and it's not a thing um, you go to Dubai even they say in the Middle East oh they don't like gay or whatever I went to Dubai six times last year for a reason. People six out times. People are having a good time. Yeah, I just don't feel like um, there's nothing. I'm not guilty. There's nothing to be guilty about. People always say, oh, you're just afraid to say you, you like you want to get fucked because, you know, you're you, there's some uh, 
um, stigma with that. Nah, if you want to get fucked, get fucked. That's just not me. Why? Because if you fuck me and you go around the way niggas be talking about girls, like, y'all fucked her. I ran it. I'm going to shoot you in public. Like, you're not going to disrespect me like that. Like, you're not going to disrespect You know what I mean? Like, I be talking to dudes, they be like, yo, I had this bitch, I fucked her, I did this and that. Like, that's somebody's if sister. If you ever, yeah, if you that's ever somebody, repeat cool, that no, shit, no, I will lose it's, it's but, but, I, but I feel as this way. So, and then the way I see guys talk about other guys, like, yeah, I fucked that nigga, I did this and that. I can't even imagine somebody like out there like, yeah, I had that nigga Jason, man, I fucked that nigga in it. Like, I'm going to shoot you right in your face in public. <laughs> Is that why you were talking? No, but that's just why I won't let a nigga fuck me. If I was in so a relationship. So you do the bending? Well, what, I don't know. What is bending? <laughs> wait, wait, it was a, wait. It's a line from Janet Jackson. What movie was that? Yeah, yeah. It was, why did I get married? No. Oh, is that what, he, is that what she said? You, oh, oh, so you do the bending. Wait, that was Janet said that? <laughs> yes. yes. Well, that nigga gave her AIDS, right? <laughs> That was it. No, I thought that was why did I get married? It was one of them Tyler Perry movies. Well, wherever it is, we ain't walking around just bending people over, like you know, like we ain't walking I'm around just bending. Like, like okay, here comes Jason, got to bend over. Like it ain't, it ain't that. Um, you know. No, because I'm watching, um, I'm watching 90 Day Fiance right now. Oh, that's my shit. I love Never the show. Never seen it. Oh, you're missing out if you really? just want to get low. Like is it low if you don't want to think about shit. No, it's not low vibrational. It's just it's just real. These but are these not are people that meet and then want to get married in ninety days. Yeah, they have to because one person lives out the country. Yeah. So in the United States, you have ninety days to marry that person, or else they got to go back. Okay. So the show is about those ninety days. Will they make it to the altar, or will living together in a new country, being separated? You know, I'm not marrying nobody in ninety days. Like, are you fucking crazy? No, no, no. You, you've had a relationship with them prior, uh, but they yeah, you only have 90 days here like that, in the United now, States. They won't get married, so I got to bring them over here. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to get married because at this point, I know my value and I know my well, valuation. You already don't like weddings, so huh? we're not... We, we, Men can get married? Oh, no, no, so you, you don't, don't like, weddings. like weddings. Oh, I don't like weddings, but I do want to do a commitment ceremony with two niggas, though. Because well, you I, want to... Because I want the party. Okay. You know, I want, yeah. I want, I want the party. I you mean, want the reception. Yeah, I want all that shit because it'd be lit. But, you know, I don't... The thing about marriage for me, once you say I'm married or... We're, we're in a relationship. I feel like you're choking me. I don't want to feel. Are you a Sagittarius? No, I'm a Leo. I'm a Sagittarius. A fire sign. No, but so. I, I mean, I, yeah. I want to like share this journey with somebody or some or people, a couple people or whatever. But like, I don't want to feel like because once you're in a relationship, you're like, if you say to me, "Give me the password to your phone," fuck up, or yeah. like, or give me the password to your social media, or where are you going? Where? I'm not going to cheat and I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to steal from you. But at the same time, I do, if we're in a relationship, I do want to be able to feel comfortable to say, once we've established our stuff and we we have this connection, like if we go to Brazil and we want to open it up or have a good time, mm -hmm. why can't we? But once people get married in a relationship, it's like, I own you, you're mine. I, I can't, I can't. Mm. I feel the yeah. same way about marriage. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you can't, no. And then I make no, too much I mean, money. I'm like, I ain't spending that shit with a nigga ever. I want to so. get married. Oh, that's nice. You do want to get married? Yeah. yeah. Stop are being you a dating whore. somebody now? Yeah, I want to stop being a whore. Wait, how old are you? 36. And you're dating somebody now? Yeah. And is that the person you want to marry? I ain't going to say this on the mic. Oh, Ooh, this is, this is I was going to say. Ooh, let's get this into is, this it. This is hard. No, I'm just saying like, Now she's going to kick my ass. No, she's going to watch the interview and no, kick my ass. Well, and you're not going to cut it out because I'm going to go put it on social media that you said that. <laughs> because here's the deal. Like, if you're with I would. her. No, 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 no. That's a it's lie. It's too late. It's too late. If, 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 you, too late. if you're with somebody that you know you're not going to be with oh, forever, yeah, if forever is a thing for you, you're literally wasting time. You should like break up tonight. No, no, she, 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 I, she's, no I disagree. She's, she's going to be marrying a whore, so. 
Like, right, she, but, she we're return all, to a, but we're a whore all, to a house husband. But we're all whores until we're not, right? I mean, what is even being a whore? Like, why do what we have to put a label on it? I mean, whole yeah. life and no life. That's how I feel about it. I'm going to tell you, when I go to Brazil, I might take my doctor with me. Just test, <laughs> test everybody. Just to be there. Test Just everybody to be ready. and then send Just to be ready. Just yeah. to keep I'm gonna it ready. I'm going to have a good time. Fuck it, why not? We have yeah. one life to live. How did we? Oh, we were talking about. Oh, yeah. So one of the couples on there is a uh, ninety day fiance. Yeah, it's a gay couple. The guy is actually from Brazil, and the the black man is an American man. And they talk from L A. From L A. And they talk so (laughs) much about like they're both tops. So they've never had sex. Oh, okay. They've been dating for three years. I understand that though. They're like, nah, bro. I understand. I'm not gonna be the one. But no. (laughs) Well, that's what they said. They don't have to. They can actually be together as in a real healthy committed relationship where they build because relationships are also a business like how do we build legacy how do we build memories how do we have impact how do we build wealth right but they can have the most beautiful relationship because they can bring in the bottom they can bring in somebody that they can share together but they have to get past this whole cheating and this and that and I don't fall in love like build your connection and then you guys can open it up and bring people in absolutely that could be a fun relationship I would definitely be into that. I would be sure. into that like, too. Uh, because if I'm with a guy like and everything's King. perfect, like the Tiger King, he did have two little husbands. He did yeah, have two husbands. I'm not going to talk was, shit about him because he yeah. followed me on Instagram and he'd be DMing me and shit. Hey, Joe. But more than that, I, I, I think he manipulated those those young men. It's, it's, they were totally manipulated. That's his friend. You just leave it alone. Yeah. He, he, he no, no, he, no, he's not my friend. <laughs> he follows me on Instagram. He follows me. He's a fan and he DMs, but like. Isn't he still in prison? Yes. He's in prison. I'm like, who, how do you get a phone? But, you know. Oh, they have oh, everything. They have TVs, PlayStation. They got iPads. Yeah. They got everything. That's crazy. Bottles of Remy. Oh, like having, they have every it. drug, <laughs> alcohol, and not like not like hooch, but like actual it's bottles. Like bottles. Of they popping bottles in the pen. Absolutely. And I'm telling you right now what happens after dark. Once they get lit, they're sucking and fucking. <laughs> That's why I can go to prison because I already know I'm cute. They'd be trying to get me like, nah. Uh-uh. You're too pretty for jail. Yeah. Would, so you can be in a relationship. With, huh? I was going to say, you can be in a relationship with somebody and they're both, you're both are top. Absolutely. Okay. Mm. Yeah, but... We would have to establish what that is and what the boundaries are. I feel like now that I'm in therapy, my therapist, we always talk about like, because he asked me yesterday, he goes, so how are you with the dating thing? I'm like, well, I found somebody that I liked. I thought it was going to be something interesting. I had the conversation with him about it being open. He said he was open to an open situation. But then we went out and I saw somebody and I went to get the number. He snatched the phone out the hand and my oh, security had whole, to grab him. And yeah. I said, oh, it was a whole scene. Well, we contained it because we oh. have, we have, we have protocols. Yeah, yeah. We, we ain't doing that. Um, but so your security, oh, so, Nick yeah, sat yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, My yeah. security, they watching everybody when we go out, but they also watching the people I'm with too. Yeah, oh, right. we have okay. to. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, that's their job. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, that's the well, easiest way to get to you is somebody you're already cool with. And I let yeah. a cute nigga get right up under me mm-hmm. too. Damn. Be right well, there and just shake you right your wrist. That's how they going to get me. That literally is how they going to get me. But, we have protocols. So, okay. like, you know, we. It, I'm never by myself with nobody like that. Is so, it yeah. challenging to date, being that you're a public figure, but obviously you have your own life, you have your own things that you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard because I have, my weakness is men. Like, I, that's a weakness of mine. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's hard. Absolutely, it's hard. But also, I pay very close attention to everything. So, if we're chilling and you start talking about celebrities, that's a turn, that's a red flag for me. Right, as soon as you start talking about celebrities. You already know but it is. When I meet a guy and they say, oh, I, I'm, what do you do? 
You know what I do. If you black, you know what I do. Because <laughs> even if you don't watch but Hollywood. if I want to see you, you in person, you done got so thin no, and I handsome. Do. I would be, His I don't know if I would. Changed. You're right. No, your face no, is. Yes, it has. No, he's lost yeah, no, a lot yeah, of weight yeah, in his face. I, I lost, yeah. I lost necks. I lost chins. Yeah, I lost it all. lost a lot I've of seen, weight in his face. No, it's okay. Nigga, I was I was fat. We talked about that earlier. No, it's, no. The reality is, is that. If you haven't seen Hollywood Unlocked, or you have, and I'm and I'm not one to think that oh you know who you I know am, who I am. but you've seen Breakfast Club, you watch Wendy, you watch yeah. Wild and Out, you I mean I've I literally have done a lot of shit, mm-hmm. so and then social media is crazy, so like if you start playing up that you don't know me or playing if you play down my career I'm cool with that, but if you play that you don't know me. Then I start to go through your followers, who you're following, who's okay, they've mm-hmm. reposted. Like, then, you know. Yeah, like, I don't, don't be obtuse. Like, yeah. I can see we have friends in common. Or I can yeah. see you follow the blogs. I can yeah. see you follow, yeah. like, come on, yeah. like, let's not. for the Zeus Network. Yeah, bitch, you don't like, like, let's not, let's yeah. not do too much. Yeah. 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 Are you able to meet guys that are genuine, or is everybody Hollywood? Who's genuine? Mm. What what man have you met this genuine? Ooh, right here, baby. This nigga just question. said right he's dating a woman that he's not gonna marry. What the fuck? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Have I ever met a genuine man? Ooh, I've never said that. I think Ooh. every man is genuinely interested in fucking you, and then once he does, you genuinely get to meet who he is. Like I don't believe that people are so afraid to just show up as who they are these days because either a you're not gonna get what you really want in the long game. Or B, you just want to waste a motherfucker's time. I feel like if you just show up and say, look, I ain't got a good job. I know you're super <laughs> successful. I want to fuck with you because I need to tap into that energy. You look at me. I got abs. I know you want to fuck me. I would, you will get married. That one right that there would get it. Get to the that top one of the would list. get it. So but all that, like, I don't listen to Rihanna. Bullshit. I don't care about Cardi. And Bullshit. I don't care about your fame and money because I'm working at FedEx and I'm good. Like, that shit, stop playing with me. We all have desires. We all have needs. We all have things we want. And I'm okay with sitting down and saying, what you bring to the table, what I got. I got a four-story house with extra bedrooms, an in-home gym, chef, everything. You get whatever you need. Come on. Quit that job and let's figure out what you really want to mm-hmm. do. It's not to control you with my money because I want you to be independent. Keep your friends. Go on your friend vacations. Or even keep your little job. Keep, or keep yeah. your little job. But the thing yeah. about it is when I invite you to go with me to the White House and you can't go because your boss won't let you off, that's a problem. Because you don't that's be at work. That's a problem because yeah. I want my nigga to be there to experience yeah. that. Because that may unlock your creativity yeah. and your drive to go be better, right? Um, or he could meet somebody there that could... Oh, not not know. like that. Okay, not like shit, that. You not like that. No, 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 no. I mean, make a connection. Make a connection. You make a connection and go fuck them, and, and, and I ain't involved, bitch. I'm finna run all your shit. Jesus I'm Christ! Because I'll pull up at your FedEx, your guard shack at the FedEx, and fuck your shit up. I, I'm petty. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, shit. so this sounds like you have a villain origin story. What does that mean? That means that you, a situation happened. where a nigga fucked you over real bad. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, I wrote about it in my book, chapter 11, Toxic Ass Nigga. Um, I, say, I, page did, I did date a Capricorn. Um, I don't date Capricorns or Gemini's. Oh. Uh, what is the sign of you? I'm a Sagittarius. I'm okay. a horrible person. No, and the one I just stopped talking to is Sagittarius because y'all got issues. Um, <laughs> Do they? We're fun, though. No, you're fun. <laughs> Self-absorbed and disconnected from reality, but fun. You know it. Yeah. Um, Capri- <laughs> Capricorns lie, cheat, steal, will ruin your life, and Gemini's are just bipolar as fuck. Yeah. Gemini's just... In dating. I don't... In dating, are you Gemini, Gemini men? Oh, no, Gemini men. Gemini men. Oh yeah, Gemini yeah. men. Not talking men. about the women, because yeah. I, I, you know, that's not my. I don't, well, pull, I don't swim in that pool. I don't yeah. Know. Well, niggas we, ain't shit. We spoke about it a little bit. Let's keep it go. Keep it going. True for shot. If you had to have sex with any celebrity, who would it be? Uh, Kelly O'Brien. Kelly O'Bray, basketball Jeez. player. That's the, one. For, who who play oh. for now? He he used to play for the Wizards at one point. I was gonna say. Right. He keeps getting traded. Yeah, I think he got traded Denver. I don't know. Um, let's see. Um, I did see that on your show. No, Kelly O'Brien. about in L.E. Chopper. <laughs> you talked about I talked it. about it. No, I talked about it on 
one of the shows. Yeah, I know you talked about. I, I like, thought you said Annalee Chopper. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. you talking about one one of the episodes on yeah. Jason Lee's show. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Kelly O'Bray, Aaron Gordon, huh. and Aaron is me and Aaron Magic, are friends, yeah. so you know whatever. You like um, ballers. Well, just those two. Uh, let's see any rappers. All the rappers now look dirt, dirty. <laughs> like there's, there, well, you know, not little baby. He doesn't look dirty, but he's little baby, and you know, he, I'm not interested in him. He's cool though. Um, let me see. Are there any rappers? What cute rappers are there now? Damn, jazz. Who? Um, do you know? I don't know any modern rap. Any? Who, are there? Any Jenna, you're rappers? the young one in this crew. Y'all the young ones. I, I'm sorry, Black. What is a different word? Recent yeah. instead of modern. Yeah, there's I'm no sorry. cute. There's no cute. There's rappers. no cute boys. Yeah. Like little dirt. Yeah, method, 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 is, method is cool, but um, nah. Um, yeah, there's no rappers. Let's see, actors. Uh, oh, you know, Jeremy Pope, he's interesting, but he has, I think he has a boyfriend or they're getting married or something because I tried to figure oh. that out. Yeah, I don't know. And then dating celebrities, like, that shit, I don't know. That's just tiring because, nigga, I'm still going to talk about you. That's, okay. Still going to write about you. Rat, you know what, you... I've just been here for this hour. I've realized you are a real motherfucker. Cause, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a report about you. But hey, we still good. Yeah, like we can still. Fuck. So fuck. could you, you date a celebrity? You huh? feel like could you date it? Like, or would you be willing to, to have like a yeah. public shit I mean, where you're on the other I don't side of the want log? A rela- like, cause I'm I'm actively thinking about having a kid. Okay. And I've okay. been having a real conversation with Tiffany Haddish about her helping me in that process. But I don't want to be somebody's baby daddy or have the now my relationship is the focal point of who I am because mm-hmm. I really love that part of my life that is that's private. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Would I date one? Yeah, but I, I would also date, you know, I know the whole conversation about a bus driver. I would date a person who has a regular nine to five or has their own business or I even I'd be open to my partner not having a job you know mm-hmm. because I don't have a problem being a provider if it's the right situation but where would a not having job guy meet you the bar because where would he meet me yeah uh, you're right the bar uh, tonight I had no job tonight at one point yeah the bar the bar yeah. <laughs> you're right no, the I was bar, outside like the <laughs> airport mm-hmm. um uh I mean, I'm outside. I don't. I'm not somebody like that you never see. Mm-hmm. I'm outside, and you hang I'm, out. Yeah, and I'm approachable. Yeah. And call a friend, DM me. I mean, I, but I'm also not overly accessible where I'm thirsty enough to just jump on anything because I also am very much side eyeing everything. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to it. So. I have right. a, a, a truth or shot question, but it's not sexual. Oh, Do you, if you have a sexual, one, you okay, yeah, we got, we got, we got, into, we got to find out. What, what what level we rank him on right now? What's the oh, what's your okay. least favorite favorite form of foreplay? Least sure. favorite. My least favorite form of foreplay. Um. Oh yeah, sucking toes and shit. Like mm. you know, when I was younger, I was into all that like nasty. You know, put your. But now that I've seen like where my feet have walked, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like I've been in sand, dirt, shit. Like <laughs> I've been sucking every, toes. Yeah, I just sucking feet. <laughs> anything related to the foot. I'm not putting your foot in my mouth. I'll rub your feet, or you can rub my feet. But I have ugly feet, so I don't like really my feet to be rubbed unless it's the little Asian woman doing it. But yeah, feet stuff is not my thing. Um, My least favorite sexual. You know, also I think um, for men, licking nipples are interesting because I understand when you're sucking a titty, but like. I I love it. You like getting your nipples licked. It's my shit. That's gay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, because I always find it interesting, like. When a nigga wants to lick my, lick my nipple, I'm like, you either bisexual or you want to suck a titty. But like, I don't know what's happening. There's no titty um, to suck I don't suck get here. turned on by that, but I do see men getting turned on by it. Uh, yeah, least favorite feet for sure. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't like I don't like anything by my ears. I don't like don't lick my ear, don't suck my ear, don't do this whole area. Yeah, but when you fucking like you sucking licking all the you, you uh-uh. like choke the ear will completely like going crazy. 
the ear will completely like throw me off and I'm really? like eh, eh. Because it's too much. It's uh, like a texture and moisture and sound thing. I don't like it. It's too, it's too close. Yeah, I don't. I don't like anything. And um, close you, to my yeah, face. yeah, non-sexual one. So I'm in my, in my sexual one. What's the wildest okay. place? Wait, you, you didn't answer the question. What are you supposed to answer to? What's your least? No. Oh, my, I'll get to my, my least favorite. My least favorite. Yeah, answer. mine was the ear. My least favorite is the ear. I hate that shit. It's yeah. wet. It's, it's bullshit. Sticky. And yeah, it, and then it's like. <laughs> so you are okay with getting your ass eaten though? Um, I have had my ass ate. Okay, cool. I, I like a straight man that can uh, acknowledge that. I'm not, I mean, I wasn't a fan of it, but I had it ate. Well, listen, I, I but but I, I will say, if you're in a relationship and if your partner loves yeah. licking your neck yeah. and sucking your ear, you I'll just kind of push you through. Just kinda push through it. You just kind of right. push through. Yeah, but I've I, had like sex with a guy who has incredible sex and he does it, and I, like the whole time I just kind of like count to like 10 because it's over in 10 seconds like you don't spend more than 10 seconds no, it's, 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 it's the beginning so but I just, but I just I'm, look straight I'm a up. very passionate kisser so if like we're in it and then you start sucking my feet and then you come up to kiss like now Ooh, it's like a wrap because now I know you basically put your mouth anyway I could understand because I don't want I don't like kissing after you've like done my butt and yeah. I know it's mine I know it's yeah. mine I know it's clean after she ate my ass, but I it just has it. like a little well, thing with it. If you're, she ain't my ass. If you're like, as clean, as, if, if you're as, clean as you're supposed to be, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. So it's not like a bad if smell. Got, if the motherfucker yeah. comes up and has fecal matter in their mouth. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, now that's, that's not. Yeah. You, should probably, you should probably go look at yourself. I was going to say, that's a that's that's a You're you the problem. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you're the problem. That's a your thing. That's not a him thing. That's Literally. just, yeah. But yeah. Damn, I'm awake now. I was tired as fuck when I got here. Yeah, this is what we do. You snap back. Yeah. You snap back. No. no, 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 no shots. I still got. A long he got. Day. He got a long. I know he long got a long day. day. <laughs> say you have a lot of time ahead of you. So my other non-sexual oh, truth or okay, shot. You go do it. Oh, oh, I lost it that fast. How about keep it. Get it back so I can do my the sexual one. End it out the sexual one. Then we can figure this out. And oh no, my question was about um. Mm -mm, it, it just it just. Oh out. no! It was a question around a story that was told publicly, but you know. The truth behind it, because I remember you—you you just mentioned, um, you know, you're close with Tiffany Haddish, mm -hmm. and however many months, the news churns so fast. But however many months ago, there was that issue with the video with oh, her and Ari Spears. Mm -hmm. There was talk about her maybe not appearing in Girls Trip Two, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. But you know her, mm -hmm. you consider her a friend. Mm -hmm. How is it when you see a, a story being told, but you know, like? Wait a minute, hold on, guys. Well, I, you know, I, I forgot where I talked about whether it was my podcast or an interview, but um, I mean, I knew about that video before it came out because the person who was the parent to the kid was using that to extort. Wasn't she trying years. to get yeah, like money? Yeah, yeah. And I'll say or had repeatedly I'll say allegedly, tried. Allegedly. Okay, yeah, allegedly. For the sake of allegedly. lawsuits, but yeah. Yeah. you know, the story has it as I understood it that the person was um, um, extorting her, and I haven't gone through something privately myself where somebody was trying to extort me and from another country. Oh, I wow. was very sensitive to that. And then also as a friend, I understood it. We all knew that it was like a tasteless video, mm -hmm. including Tiffany, who actually... Yeah, it wasn't bad taste. Yeah, she, was, she had asked yeah. for it to not even come, come out when out, she yeah. saw it. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, this person had it. Um, so, yeah, when I saw it, I mean, I had to write on it because it was in the news, but I also wrote about the extortion and then people said, oh, I was doxing the kid. I would never dox a kid. But I did say oh. the parent who I understood. You said the person's name. The, yeah, okay. the parent, of mm -hmm. course, to um, because the parent was an adult who brought forth a claim, mm -hmm. um, which subjected them to being discussed. Now I never doxed a child because I would never do that. And, child, you know, yeah. we don't, we don't. 
out we don't out people and we don't attack children. Mm-hmm. So those are two things we don't do. Um, yeah, I mean, that was a difficult experience because I know Tiffany's heart. I know she's a former foster kid. I know how much she does mm, for yeah. kids. I know how much money she raises for kids. Mm-hmm. I know that she flew to Stockton, California, my hometown, when this young girl was murdered at her high school mm. to show up for all 1,500 kids at the school. So to me, I see how cancel culture is cancerous to our community and culture. I see a video that is tasteless and just recklessly put into the world at a time when we were all being reckless. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't being maybe that reckless, but remember Funny or Die? Remember when yeah. Twitter yeah. was first yeah. born? Yeah. Twitter, we were saying oh. the craziest Oh, shit. anything. Twitter used to be to the wild, wild west. Oh, my God. But the sad <laughs> I love Twitter back then. Was how I see we will build ours up and then tear them down too. Yeah, we, you know, we love doing that. It was a lot of our people who were um, destroying her or trying to destroy her, but you know, white folks were still fucking with her and she was still making her money and she was still, and she's fine now. But yeah, it was an unfortunate thing that um, I knew behind the scenes. And the reason I think why it started to die down and we saw it go away was Rolling Stone and the attorney at the time, who was the attorney for the parents, or the mother, uh, were colluding to try to put together this narrative to draw me into it because I was her biggest supporter. So oh, if wow. you silence me, then she don't have anybody. But I went after them, secretly recorded him, put it online, did all, right, all that, well. and then it went away. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Look. The last truth for shot question. We're going to go back to the sexual. I'm going to take it. Let's do a shot because how we get from that to that is, is fucking. <laughs> that was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good question, though. It was a great question. Yeah, but um, if you had to do any position for the rest of your life, what <laughs> sexual? Yeah. <laughs> this is a complete 180. Yeah. That's what I said. We were doing truth for shot. Well, you already know we're doing truth for shot. My bad. <laughs> I mean, one, well, one position. Well, if I'm not getting fucked, what what, what you mean? Like, am I like laying them on Okay, wait. So, time time away, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we. Obviously, side. we're straight people, so we all know. Yeah, are there a lot of positions for gay folks? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different positions, but see, I'm not a gymnast, so for me, getting in there trying to figure out acrobats <laughs> is not my thing. Some people may, you know, Mimi held the shower rod. Another motherfucker oh, may yeah, want to. Yeah. Laverne Cox says she be doing handstands. I don't know nothing about all that. I'm not doing a handstand. No, if you come in the room to get fucked and you get on your hands and your feet are on the wall, yeah. we probably not gonna be compatible. That's too much. It's a lot of. And we're old. Like I'm not trying to fucking Sounds hope. Like fun. Like, no, but I think you just get in the bed and you follow the energy, right? I mean, I, I'm not somebody that gets in and choreographs like, okay, put this leg over here now, put this up here, like you know. Now, if you start yeah. getting on top of me trying to do all types of other shit and you don't know what you're doing, then yeah, I, I don't want a broke dick. Because <laughs> some of y'all be what trying to ride. What article did and don't we read about to... the broke dick? What, what the yeah, reverse cowgirl? Really broke his dick. That's, yeah. that's, Who he did? Took, it's it's uh, somebody in Indonesia broke his dick. Oh yeah, we put that on yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, he need to have a broke dick because you got in the room doing dumb shit. <laughs> you set some boundaries, motherfucker. Motherfucker like running there time. Yeah, when you start moving certain ways, you can calm a motherfucker down. You've gone to have sex with somebody they're a little bit more excited than yeah. you. Slow your ass down. Yeah. Relax. You, you, can, you can definitely say to a nigga like, yo, chill. Just, yeah. just chill. I was yeah. in a bed with a guy and he was so, he was pressed, but he was so, he kept like tugging on me almost, like pulling this and pulling. And I was like, yo, 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 relax. You're I'm gonna not, get it. Yeah, it's I'm not, not getting out of bed anytime right. soon. Just ch- he was just so like almost handsy and just pulling on me. You should have had an SDT. Like, you should have had an SDD test before you Jesus went for it because he was trying to give you some or put some in you or something. <laughs> that would have scared me. I'd have been like, hold on, motherfucker, you trying to? Give it me did something. make me a little apprehensive because I was like, it, and let me just be clear: in no way did I ever feel unsafe or like he was going to take advantage of me or anything like that. But it did make me feel like, why are you so like? Just relax. Question: Have you ever seen a micro penis? Because I just realized <laughs> the one micro penis I saw was from. Well, the of DMV. course, I've never seen micro penis stuff on the internet. Uh, well, <laughs> um, I, I have the, seen... the one micro penis I saw was from the DMV in real life. Oh, yes. so you're just going to just put it out on DC? 
Well, I was we, gonna say let's 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 no, not. It was from the DMV. <laughs> I'm just telling you it. It I have seen more big penises than little. I've only seen no, one. Not little. Have you she said, said he's saying, he saying micro. Like, micro penis is like, literally yeah, this big. Like once. on an adult. Yeah. Didn't, they, didn't yeah. they have like a march for that? Like in LA? Huh? They didn't have a micro penis march, did they? I swear to God, they had like a really? like, Wall it was, on, it was on the internet. If I would have saw a micro penis <laughs> march, is it a like, medical like, condition? We are men too. I would have like called 911 uh-huh. to have them all arrested. <laughs> they were like, we were men too. Wait, but like, is it is it a, is it like a medical condition? If you have I don't a micro? know, but I just think that there's something wrong when you have a micro penis and an extreme confidence. So I dated a guy once. This was uh, from 30s. This was t- almost 20 years ago. His was the size of because we would always laugh about Wait, it. But you dated him. Yeah. Well, that's just your fault. It was the size of a um, like a plastic fork because we would always laugh about. It. We would Wait, always. But the size of a plastic fork is not a micro penis. I'm t- this is a micro penis. No, I've never seen that. This is a real thing. Erection. This. No. So I have seen something like that. Erection. Non erect. Like width and length. <laughs> width and length. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> On a grown ass, big ass man, and then you have to look <laughs> at him and, the, and you know. Bench press three hundred in the gym. I've had I've had two experiences, and I know this could probably get a little serious, but I've no. had two experiences that were fucking serious. That you have to give somebody a warning. A warning. No grace. You have to give them grace. You know what I mean? Uh, like because you can't help how big your dick is. Hold on, but you you could have helped pulling that motherfucker out. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be very fucking clear. When you knew what the fuck you was gonna do, because when you meet somebody like me, yeah, I'm not like I am online. Maybe I'm coming alive a little now, so you're getting a little bit more animation. But like, I'm a really nice, genuine, like, lovable person. But but I also like you know what you' about to do. So there should be some like precaution. Like like I give you the disclaimer. Like you know, and there was no disclaimer. But what? And, but let's just say he said it to you. Like, hey, uh, no, nigga, then no, 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 no. Well, how no, would you have no, taken that no. information? But, you know, now now where I'm at in my life because of my current shit, I don't do the whole. Hey, yo, send me a dick pic or send me this. Dude, ask me. No, please. Because then they're going to ask you to send one back, and I'm never sending one. I've Fuck never done no. that ever well. Can you imagine your dick across the internet? Because that's what would happen. Yeah, that's for all the celebrities who don't get talked about in Hollywood like that want to be. So yeah. they release their dick, and now we're talking about it, right? Um, so but no, so one, one was the micro penis. Add that to your list. <laughs> yeah, you put your dick out. Now, if it's, not, if it's not worth being out, you should not send it out. Okay. <laughs> But then again, you'll be single soon anyway because you fucking don't hey, look, care about this girl you, you're dating. That's fucking cat fucking. You're trash. I, I've already seen the text messages get in front of this. Well, it's cool. I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> I'll make sure to watch the edit because you definitely said she would be marrying a whore and that you don't think yeah. you're gonna marry her. I did so. not say that the second part, but I did. She is marrying a whore. She knows that. She understood well, that. Well, she's not marrying you, so clearly. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so no, the micro penis was one thing. The micro penis was one thing. Um, blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing was when I went to go have sex with this guy and he right before we like literally right before we were about to have sex his he, the butt ass nigga everything he tells me he has HIV okay this was back I know it got real real quick listen this was like 20 years ago oh, the, no no it was just 20 years ago yeah. when I wasn't as aware as yeah. educated he could have got he could have got me but he yeah. was honest enough to tell me so I gave him grace that's different and and I said well, you know um, I thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. like we can't move forward yeah clearly but um, but thank you um, and he then the micro huh because he could have said nothing he, that's that's why he got grace yeah um, but but that's why like wait so he was also a micro penis no he, oh, no, oh, he oh. was he was he, he oh. was he was everything 
Oh. But he told him. But he had everything. So yeah. that that to me was like, no. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want it. Um, no. Jesus. Um, and the micro penis. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I've had two major. You know, y'all be having y'all thing. You know, maybe somebody take this shit off. The odor ain't right. Okay. That's a minor problem. But that. <laughs> he said that's a shit, minor issue. Mm-mm. I've never had anybody whip it out and it be. I have had somebody whip it out and it was not micro, but small. Like, okay, look at your pinky. That is literally no, that's a, what I'm saying. This erect is, this is, micro penis. I can't imagine. Man. And it literally happens. And I know those of you out there saying, don't dick shame me. You're not going to say anything publicly because you're ashamed. But, you know, um, <laughs> no, I just, it's sad. And, and it can, and, it's, and this was a black man. So don't do that whole Ooh. like black man, Asian man. Okay, because yeah, yeah, that no, was my like second question. Because yeah. the smallest dick I seen was not on a black man. He was, um, What's it called? Uh, uh, Middle Eastern. Okay. I've been in Dubai. I don't know. Yeah, it's even even as is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if some if there if you talk about marriage, I'll take that back. There's one motherfucker right now in Dubai who I would marry, but I think because I didn't move them over here fast enough or figure it out, they think I'm playing. You got so. 90 days if you move them nah, over. Not 90 days because you said I gotta work out. I gotta work out prenup. I gotta work out the return. You have policy. 90 days. Yeah, no, there's a return policy. Days. Like Which how you get the fuck back where you can't. Oh, from. no, no, no. Because if he comes over and marries you on the visa, you're responsible for them for five, like five years. years. Okay, yeah, so Not if it years. don't work out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even if you get divorced, yeah. you're still. Because you like sponsor. Pedro. You're legally responsible. No, like, but you send them back, don't you? No. Nope. They, they're American citizens now. American citizens now. Wait. If I marry you, you automatically become a citizen right Pretty away. Much. Yeah. So you have you the, the 90 card, days baby. and you get a, it's a, it's called a K9, K9, K1 visa, whatever. If don't work out and then I divorce you, then yeah. what happens? You're, you're still, because you're still their sponsor in this country. So they ain't so everyone now who they, has, they ain't everybody who's bottles. in this country is sponsored well, by somebody. What if they threaten to kill me and put a knife in my throat and all that? I mean, because that's what I'm going to say report. to get them arrested because I ain't fucking shit. The state file, can take You got to file a police report me, and you know? then they'll get deported. <laughs> then they get deported. Then they yeah. get deported. I'm sorry. Yeah. They got to get, get like a felony or something. They get yeah. deported. He raped yeah. me. Well, Jesus then, Christ. if you file a report, then you can get them deported. But other than that, yeah, you're responsible yeah. for that for five years. He threatened to blow up a city monument or something. That'll get them out quick. Hey, lesson today where there's a will, there's a way. You know what? Hey, look, thank you for doing Cheers. Truth or Shot with us. We, we appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, Jazz, you got to listen to that? You want to do it or are we going to end it out? We can do a listener letter, but I also want... Oh, you sent one to me? Oh, God, here we go. I told you. This, this is in my email? I, I, actually, I, want, I want him to give his opinion on these things because they hear my opinions and say I'm a horrible person. Well, I don't think you're horrible, but the lady watching or your dating look, is you probably... Just, you're, just, you're just going to double, triple I can't down believe you said that. It was the stuttering. It was the, it was the complacency word. with confidence in her it relationship with you. It was your whore. It was. It was... This is why I'm single. So this is why. Thank. I was just about to say that. This is why I'm single because you ain't fitting to be on. Because you know what's crazy? This is the crazy part. This is the crazy part. You're not going to edit this today, which means he's going to go back and fuck her tonight on Cinco de Mayo. Y'all going to have tacos and tequila. They're going to have disgusting sex. They're going to watch this come out. Know the day he fucked you and gave you them tacos, he was telling me, Jason Lee, that he ain't going to marry you because he's a whore. Like I don't know. I'm out of here. No, that's not worth word. But guess what? I this wish, all staying in. I wish you all the best. Just lick his titty or something. I don't know. You already know it. That works for him. <laughs> all right. Our listener letter and Horrible. they have decided Horrible. to stay anonymous says, I'm dating this guy who still has ties to both his exes in a way. His last ex-girlfriend has a daughter that he still provides for 
And the ex-girlfriend before is now close with his kid's mom to the point that she gets the kids to. Should I continue to date him or is that too many red flags? The fuck? That is too many. First of all, he's a cancer. He doesn't know how to close shit out and move on. He has a big heart, which is good. He's generous. He's caring. He's a provider. I'm still confused. How? What? Like the kids and the ex. So his one of his ex girlfriends has a child, and he still sends that girl money okay, for that good. kid. That's good. Another ex girlfriend has a relationship; they're still close, and he's close to his kid's mom. So he has ex girlfriends and baby mama. So it's just a bunch, big family. Yeah. All of us. All right, keep going. So she wants to know: Is that too many red flags, or is it just hey, modern family? Well, he's not asking her to have a relationship with all those people, but he's also not trying to control all those other grown people's relationships. I think the fact that um, he's still showing up for a kid that he built a relationship with is commendable because most niggas would just leave and then the kid is whatever. Um, As long as it doesn't take away from her, her kids with him or his relationship with her, I don't know why it's a problem. But that goes back to that whole entitled ownership shit. Uh, My best friend was my first boyfriend. We've been friends for 28 years. If I do get married, he's going to be my best man. He's my best friend. And if you don't have a relationship with him, I won't be with you. So I don't know. I'm I'm grown. Like, that's like insecurity shit. Like, if you have a good man, if you can find one, (laughs) um, you know... I mean, stop! Don't try to control him because you're gonna turn him into a bad man. Like I don't know. Mm. I just feel like just people That's who are gonna true. cheat are gonna cheat, but you're not getting cheated on because a man is spreading his time supporting people who need him. that little girl. You don't know it's that little kid. kid. Yeah, it's yeah. a kid. I agree. I don't think it's a problem unless, as you said, it's impacting your relationship. Right. So you can't give me nail money because <laughs> Boo Boo needed new shoes this week. Like. But he should be giving you the motivation to get on your hustle so you can afford your own nail money. Like, you're a man, you shouldn't give a fuck about no nigga giving you no nail money. Because there's nothing more powerful than you having a level of independence where a nigga know you don't need it for shit. Like, mm. dick, okay, so that's time. A, I now, think, now, you know, now we back on the same like, 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 I like, don't know. I think that's different because I've dated a lot of men who have flat out said to me, I don't know what I can do for you because you have everything and you do everything. I don't know where I fit in your life. Yeah, be a, but be but a good time. But they're dumb because they can come home. You can come home, and if you've been talking about new furniture, he could have furnished that room for you. Or there's things you can always do. Like people give you hints of things that they can do for you. It's they're really dialed into who you are. If getting your nails done is a thing, it's not because you're asking for nail money. It's because he sent you and your friends to the shop, or he sent you to a spa, or he sent you on a retreat because he thought about you, what right. you need. It's different. Like. Give me my nail money. It's like a kid asking you for lunch money. Like, what the fuck? Go out, yeah. get your own lunch. That's real. Not get your own lunch. You know, my nails. I'll say your nails, nails look are, very nice. Nails are done. I did it myself. Oh, I you mean, did those? I, no, me not. I paid for it myself. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to say, you know how to do You know no, how to do no, your no, other, your guy. manicures? <laughs> I don't do nails in here and shit. Shout out to all the niggas that do it. <laughs> You're not that. What they call the fast, the hair and nail gay? I don't know what they call them niggas. I'm yeah. a nigga. I don't know. The don't hair, the hair and nail gay. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. Well, and we, I have friends that do hair and nail. Shout out to y'all. It's not my thing. Before we get out of here, the Hollywood Impact Awards. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, June, yeah. right? June 27th, um, Beverly Hills. Yeah, we're coming back. Last year we had Mariah, Lizzo, Tiffany mm. Haddish hosted. Tiffany's hosting again this year. Um, and we have some really good honorees, really, really good honorees. And it's not about the big name celebrities, although we have a lot of big name yeah, celebrities yeah. participate. It's about 
honoring people who look like us that drive that use their platforms to drive culture. Because most, if you think about it, most award shows are who had the best album, who has the best clothes, who had the best movie. That's all pushing mainstream. That's all pushing things that make other people money. I want to push things that push the culture forward and that honor the people who we all love. So yeah, I'm excited. That sounds okay. awesome. How long have you been doing that? This is to be the third year. We did it the first okay. year right before COVID. Mm -hmm. oh. And we honored Nick Cannon, The Breakfast Club, Tiana Taylor, um, B. Simone hosted. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Clark Sisters. We honored Tiffany at the first one. And yeah. then the second one, and now the third, yeah. Very nice. Okay, we, you know what I'm saying? Maybe one day we can get out there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, look know, at it. Like, hey, 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 the, the guy that he the guy that he says he doesn't want to marry his girl, and this girl right here has been asking all the good questions. They want to come on the show and just they want to come out there and do the red carpet real quick. No, we we um <laughs> so this year we have I think eight hundred seats. Last year we had six hundred seats. Wow. I mean we did open it up for the press, like black press who comes and covers or who's a part of our ecosystem to attend mm -hmm. because it's not about just about me, it's about us. And it's about um, you know creating a space where we can all see the like the fullest potential of our our efforts. You know, I interviewed Jennifer Lewis, and she told me oh, I should write a book. I wrote a book. Mm. Then this last year, she got her award, and she got on stage, and she said, "This is the ugliest fucking award I ever got." <laughs> But it's the most important. So we redesigned the award. Now it's mm. fucking fire. Mm -hmm. You know, something you will hold with, um, you know, power. Pride. But, but I pride. Yeah. But I always tell black celebrities who complain about white award shows not honoring like the Grammys and that. This is a black owned award show. That whole room should be full of everybody that looks like us. But it yeah. won't be because that's not what we do. But I said the Emmy, the Oscar, the Tony, the Grammy, they all have power because of who holds it mm -hmm. not because it's a better design it's yeah, because yeah. of who holds it so if you all hold this award it becomes the grammy and until then uh i give out the mandingo hall of fame award on the jason lee show mandingo hall of fame yeah, yeah so that. i just yeah. gave it to nick cannon because his dick leaked um so yeah you give it out if nick micro penis nigga ain't getting it i was gonna say that doesn't count no I, well you should give he, like, i feel like nick like cannon a, has uh, to have a mandingo he got what, 15 the kids award, like for the the what the seed like no. for the micro here you go no, bro no <laughs> seed your dreams don't bring that shit over here there's no second place trophy there's no time. honor in having a micro penis but <laughs> well, look here Jason we don't want to hold you up too much longer man have a great time talking sure. to you bro Jazz let's go ahead and end this out and, and let's go ahead sure Thank guys please make sure you're following us on social media on Twitter Instagram Facebook <laughs> and TikTok. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel and wherever you listen, please make sure you download. Well, what do we have coming up? Oh, we already at Rosebar on the on the, the tenth. All right, so talk 10th. about it. No, just pull up. That's all I gotta say. Just pull up, and we got a couple. We, we're working on the live show right now to be going on in the. Oh, this is the first time hearing of this. But. No, hey, look. Fucking when, when LB 1990X and yeah. Lance and them get in this in their creative mind, like, hey, I got you three venues. Here you go. Like, okay, let me just pick the right one. See, I, I've only done one live show and that shit was so nerve wracking because I always think nobody's going to show up. That's where I am too. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. But people always show up. But I always think, like, no, my, my um, launch party, we did, um, so I did my, my first interview was with Cardi. And then that night we had a launch party and Remy hosted. But I always, I, we did it in like, six days i was mm, and the venue was short. like 12 like 1200 people and we packed it out but i was wow. the whole the whole time i thought nobody's showing up that's how i feel yeah I'm yeah, yeah we had I'm to nervous. i had to give her like a 10 tequila shots when we had to open up for Rory and Maul the Howard Theater they was like well she, you know but you know that Rory and Maul they're they, they, they gonna bring the whole they, like, but they do that no, she, did, she wanted five people to be there she's like mm. she's scared of a big crowd mm. I was I've gotten <laughs> slightly over we're used to it now Mm -hmm. Oh no! Fuck nervous. the crowd! Like the crowd, you that you should feed off that energy. It's fun. Like I, I love a crowd. It's just, are they gonna show? Because if I go to do a live show and there's five people in the audience, I'm cussing them out. <laughs> I'm cussing them out. I'm cussing the promo. I'm cussing everybody out, and I'm out. Well, 
Oh shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jason. Yes, definitely appreciate you coming on of here. Now, Roche, it really means a lot a for lot our show. Yeah. Seeing someone that got out the mud and build a platform as big as you have to step here in DC, like, hey, I'm gonna come and do the show with these guys. That, yeah. that really, we really appreciate that. Well, man. It's consistent with what I said about black celebrities showing up and pulling up and supporting. We all got to support each other, like. That's just what it's about. And now I got into my, my savings account and just go ahead and buy a ring because you, you're an asshole. So look. No, no, no. Well, well I mean, I think it's... Because uh, well, my, well, mom, my mom's like, hey, where you going now? Well, two things are happening. One, the guy who's controlling the show from behind the scenes is actually coaching him on how to respond. Oh, no. I, what? And the, second part, and the second part is he's only buying you a ring because I told you that he doesn't value. No. So now he didn't buy it because he loves you. He bought it because the nigga shamed him. This is the micro penis of engagements for I me. It's some bullshit. I'm not gonna get Anyway, you might as well like get, get, me, get me out of here because you might lose everything if I keep talking. I'm about to hang in the yep. pussy in three months now. Oh, That's okay. You see, I That's ain't okay. comment because I'm like, but no, but no, and right ladies, out of this. stop oh, consequencing your men by giving them no pussy because then that's how they end up in my house. Ooh. Well, all right, look here. This is I no episode to keep talk. My name is <laughs> Y'all be like, I ain't giving him no pussy. Then here he go hitting us in the DMs. I'm like, can I come over? Uh, you know, play P- PS- PS5 and smoke a blunt with you. We know what that means. You're sure, to get no your problem. Dick oh, shit. No problem. Hey, look, everybody, look, y'all better get me out of here. Hey, Tell all the no episode to kill If talk. your man is playing PlayStation with his homeboys, you better go pull up and all watch right, that. Look, you can't game. play 2K. No. 2K, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we out, we out, we out. Bye, guys.